get can you get excited about the Anteaters? I can't get into the Anteaters. What, what school did you go to again, Florida? I'm from Nebraska originally, so I'm a big UNL guy. But what, yeah, what I went there? to University the of Central Florida in Orlando. Yeah, the Cornhuskers. Okay, in That's, that could be masculine, I guess. Oh yeah, you got the big machines that you work with. No, it's just a giant dude and and overalls. Hell His yeah. name's Big Red. Yeah, it's true. Possibly has a mullet. You'd never know. That corn, man. He's got a 10-gallon hat on. So, so you're the Cornhuskers. What was Florida? Cornhuskers sounds The nasty. Golden Knights. Now they're just the Knights. That's but even cooler. Why did they get rid of the yeah. Golden? Hmm? Why did they get rid of the Golden? I don't know. Golden they showers, joined the American the Athletic Conference and decided they just needed to just the rebrand, I guess. I don't know. No, thank you. Like and that then they one, went man. undefeated under Scott Frost, who now is at Nebraska. So hey, look at that. Look very at happy it all came around. Scott Frost is a badass name. We had a yeah. um, stuffed anteater uh, in the student center uh-huh. that explained why the anteater was important to the, eco- the ecological system of the world. Okay. And uh, I was like, cool. This is where my school is at. That's all. That's all. I don't know. We mm-hmm. didn't have anything. Kevin, I want you to start this show when we started talking about all the uh, anteaters and whatnots, all right? <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Game Over Greggy Show. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. You threw you off for a second, didn't zot, it? Zot, zot, zot. Zot, zot. Well, so when, I, when Kevin got up to leave this chair and I took that chair, I was like, this doesn't feel right. Yeah. But then I was like, it also, I can't tell you why it's wrong. And yeah, I sat down mm-hmm. in it. Well, I'll tell you We've been doing three-man shows. We've yeah. been doing three-man oh. shows for so long. Greg, when, I'm did, just used, when did you want Excuse to me. I'm sorry. Kevin Coelho from Kind of Funny. Uh, I'm sorry, I was talking to someone. That, uh, when did I you want me to start you. the show? Uh, when we started into all this collegiate talk, probably. Collegiate talk. So right. I would say two minutes ago, three minutes ago. You know, dealer's choice, really, whenever you think <laughs> we started cooking on something back there. Because I feel like we started cooking on we something. We were cooking. You know what I mean? Yeah, the anteater talk was interesting. I'm most interested in the Zot bit. I know yeah. we've talked about this before. Baby Blue's Tim Gettys. Let's him host. He uh, doesn't mind getting touched, if it, I find out. On, the, on this side. Show. It's only this side from Greg. That's yeah. fine. So okay, Kevin, then it's not an open invitation. If you try and touch you on the other side of the face, no. things become... That's the thing. Well, I just don't like being touched, period. And like it's mainly a Kevin-like repellent, but I don't know. Well, it's I not mean, working we out. Did. Do they make the sound? The is that marks? their sound? Anteaters? No. Not that I know of. Is you never like, heard an anteater? If you were like, old McDonald had a farm. Yeah, yeah. And on his farm, right. he had Wait, an anteater. you think an anteater says zot, 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 I don't know. Walks around sticking its nose in termite holes going zot, zot, I don't know. Zot. No. Somebody let me know. No, what happened was they got a bunch of students together who probably didn't want to offend each other. And they were like, what should we call our mascot? <laughs> offend each uh, other? We were, we were super like, yeah. And they were like, we need to make our mascot something like socially and eco- economic, like ecologically like conscious. Let's make the it the anteater? let's make it the anteater because nobody like nobody thinks about the anteater enough. And then someone someone who was like, well, okay, but well, like, what's going to be the sound for the anteater? And I just imagine the room going silent. Here's my next question. Though. Here's it. my next question about this. Do By I the way, Scott Porter, but kind of funny best friend, Scott Porter, joining us today. Hey guys. How are you? Crushed it on the morning. Member of the International Advocates for Aardvarks, and I'm really fucking pissed that Ant Eaters is what you guys went with. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ant, you're, you're saying they got, we choose the Ant Eater, and then they have a sound. I, like, we're the Missouri Tigers. We don't <laughs> roar often. It's just, right. It's, they play a roar just, like first In the middle of the African plains, there's a bunch of Ant Eaters get together. It's, zot, an, EDM, zot, zot, it's an EDM zot, festival, zot, and they're just like, Somebody scream! You my, you uh, taught me the word aardvark like aardvark, ten years ago. Yeah. I didn't know it was a real thing. I don't know. They spelled it that. for me, and I'm like, that sounds like bullshit. Because doesn't it sound like some Nick bullshit if you've never heard the word aardvark, aardvark, aardvark. before? Yeah. You're like, it's this fucking animal, and it starts with AA. I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. Nah. See, I don't know if there's now. Here's Where did the thing. you go to school? 
I went to school at San Francisco State. The alligators? Sure. The gators. Yeah. Sounds Just right. the gators. Chomp, chomp. Chomp, 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 chomp baby. baby. Yeah. No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> can't. The gators. Uh, no, I don't know. I, and I also don't know if there's a difference between an aardvark and an anteater. There's definitely a difference. Ants. Yeah, of course there is. If I mean, this is like, is there a difference between yams and sweet potatoes? Yeah. Is to there? a normal human being, no. But technically, yes. Are you sure? Really? Or is this yes. not one of those yeah. mountain lion puma things? Uh, it could be, actually. Jaguar, mountain lion, puma situation. <laughs> it is a situation. <laughs> Guys, we got a situation. Jaguar, mountain lion, puma situation. Aardvark. Puma situation. Uh, uh, great game over, Greg. We got ourselves an helicopter circling puma. as they looked down no, at this think, monstrosity no, I, of merged animals. Right, so it's an it's it's in more of an alligator crocodile situation where you think they're the same, but they're different. Uh, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Aardvarks and yeah. anteaters. They See, both different. start with an A. Have long snouts and rely you know on diets that? of ants. Why would you let but us? But they know are that? all together different species. Told you. Well, I, what I appreciate I mean, about this on, guy guys. in this article is that he wanted to start with the positive. Verming, Let's talk about the similar. <laughs> More things unite us. Oh my the god, these things aren't even in the stripes, same fucking class. Stripes, no stripes, guys. Look at, now, I would have taken the art bar because it looks cool. The like, anteater's dumb looking. It looks like yeah, a Beetlejuice statue. Dude, if they both eat ants, though, which one looks more effective? At Ew, I don't like that one at all. <laughs> yeah, let me lick you. Wait, huh. So, dude, look how much extra room he gets because he can get his snout in there and then he has his yeah. tongue. Oh, the yeah. He's getting so the many extensions. ants. Well, you gotta eat the ants, man. It's like the Animal Kingdom's version of shirts and skins. Like, one's got like <laughs> yeah. a really wooly, striped coat. On and the other guy's just like walking around with no markings at all. It's he's skins on it. Uh, I don't like the skins Kevin, on the basketball on court. The, from where the one you're on, go, yeah, that one right there. This one looks like <laughs> that's disgusting. This that looks, looks like, like a kangaroo. I was gonna say, mouse. this looks like a broke ass kangaroo. Like yeah. a this is the kangaroo runt that got <laughs> Andy's none of the guys. We got a good show today. <laughs> so we've decided, I think, that anteater is the much better animal. I think so, actually. Yeah, well, look at this piece of shit. I just yeah. got fried. <laughs> Well, I do, I do want to say this, though. The aardvark has the cooler name. The anteater is just describing what he eats. And makes I feel like we called you the wing eater. That's all. That's I all. Like it. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take yeah, that. I'll take that. But also, yeah. they eat ants. It's like, that's the least cool thing to eat it's not ever. Cool. Hey, it's helpful, though. You know what I mean? Like, so we who? hate ants. People, it... we hate ants. Do they eat the mean ants, though? They eat ants, oh, yeah. period. Yeah. Yeah. No, they, you know, the giant fucking termite mounds. Yeah. That, yeah, they, they break into those things. things down, and they shit. eat those. The, like, those are like Godzilla's wait, human, you, human, human consuming two foot long termites. Like, and they just go in there and wreck shop. It's have very you never weird. seen the video of them like breaking into the little. No, let's farm? watch it They're now. Is that post show content? <laughs> come there on. is people driving their big rigs right now, just with their little uh, wheel. Blue wheel on the big we rig. got ourselves a cougar puma slash <laughs> mountain lion situation over. Breaker breaker one nine. Break I got a cougar puma situation over here on I ninety five. It's true though because for the longest time you're like, which ones are the same one? Right, because the jaguar, the puma, so the cougar, the tiger—they're all parts of the same family. But Can't, some of no, those are the same. Completely thing. different. Big cats—they're part of the big cat family. <laughs> big cat family. If you Stop to, using that goddamn Florida education. If you okay? went to the zoo and you wanted to see these the animals, you go exhibit. to the big cat house. Yeah, and they'd have the lion who was sequestered. And then they'd have the rest of the cats all in one cage, right? Is that how I don't know if that's how that's lions and That is not true, bro. Homies. Which ones are the same, though? Isn't the puma Both and the jaguar Both y'all need to get on that planet Earth life and figure some shit out, man. Bro, I tried, and then Sigourney Weaver came on and started narrating, and I'm just like, like she I'll loved watch me. Ghostbusters. And I'm like, yeah, let's watch some Ghostbusters. <laughs> that's Finding Dory. That's not even... No, Sigourney Weaver did the American version. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking, Ellen, not all women are the same, Scott. Oh. No, she's literally the... Vo no, she, is she Dory? In, in Finding Dory... 
two. Oh, that's right. She's the narrator. There's only she's one. The narrator. Finding Dory. That's the right. Finding but what about? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not a big Pixar fan. All right, Tim. This is oh, off the rails. This is off the rails. What did you expect? I don't know. Our friend Scott's here. If you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Game Over Greggy show. Each and every week. Four, sometimes five, best friends gather on this table, each bringing a random topic discussion for your amusement. If you like that, head over to patreon.com slash kindoffunny, where you can get each and every episode early. So early, you could be watching us record it live right now. That's right, for just a buck. If you want to wait, you can wait till Friday when it goes up as an MP3 and video on patreon.com slash kindoffunny, or you can wait till it's free, youtube.com slash kindoffunny, and podcast services the following Friday after that. It's a long time to wait. Anything could have happened. Scott's promoting something that will have already happened by then. But you can still donate. But we'll talk about that later. Yes. For now, let me tell you the show's brought to you by DCUniverse.com. That's right, Tim. Woo. We got DC to yeah, we did. sponsor this show. That's and I'm very awesome. excited. And also, Kevin. Yeah. Patreon producers? I didn't look at that part of the calendar. Oh, I'll pull it up in a second. Is yeah, the, sure. Are there names? Or yeah. is it just question marks scrolling by are right now? No, no, no. Producer, yeah. Producer names cast. are different. Yeah, it's the same ad. Don't worry about me, all right? Good, you worry about yourself. Want to make sure you worry about yourself. Uh, <laughs> Patreon producer Warren Moore. Yay, Patreon producer Warren Moore. Also, it's Game Over Greg's show 250. 250, baby. 250? If yeah, we uh, did anything, that's why we brought Scott up. That's why we brought Scott up. Yeah, you know what I mean? Sense. We're great about anniversaries and stuff like yeah, that. We are We're great about it. We're super on top of them. We know This episode every time. is the I'll from A to Z episode. We started it with the aardvark. Yeah. We're going to end it. Zebra? Who knows? Zebra. Holy shit. No. I love zebras. Zebras. For now? No, we're just between... going to end it by going zat, zat, zat. Oh, right? No. That's no, just I'm sorry, sir. That's why they do it's it. Zot. No, it is zot. Zot. I'm sorry. Z-O-T. 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 I may have misspelled that. Z-O-T. Zot. 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 It's Zot. Kevin, can I get a Google search on why it's Zot? No. Okay, no, thanks, Jeff. We're not worth it. No, we tried to do what we could. Cool Greg. Now, Cool Greg's getting yelled at. Now, everybody's getting yelled at. right there. He saw it. Uh, we accidentally bought Diet Mountain Dews. Yeah, we do. Scott, yeah, just one regular for you. Oh, uh, Scott told nothing. me that diet soda may or may not make you your eat teeth, your teeth fall out, and I was like, it's I'm gonna let for that everyone. go in one ear and out the other. Joey Noel has breaking news <laughs> from the real world. Uh, also, shout out to Patreon producer DJ Kento. Patreon producer DJ Kento. Warren Moore, DJ Kento. And just for the hell of a cool guy. Ever had a Diet Mountain? You're gonna drink a Diet Mountain Dew. Would you like me to get some Everclear? Would you like a mini paint can? No, a diet paint can? A diet paint can? Okay, now hold on a second. Yeah. So you've never had a diet Mountain Dew. Yeah. You're going to decide whether or not you like the diet Mountain Dew <laughs> right now. <laughs> but in order to do that, you're going to pour it into a cup with still coffee in it? Correct. This is Correct, not a Scott. fair judgment of diet Mountain Dew. <laughs> no, I, what you don't understand is this coffee was $3.25. I want to get every single every like, bit of it. Yeah, It's like my mother-in-law with a margarita. Exactly. <laughs> She's pouring one after another. I'll tell you what, sir. No, she, she makes you bring me. her a little water that she then pours into the margarita glass after she's finished it. Yeah, get it all out. And she just uh, oh. swishes it around a little bit. Get all the margarita. Yeah, dude. my mother-in-law. We got her a uh, we got her a giant margarita glass, and it says, "Where's my cabana boy?" We think it's hilarious. She trots that thing out all the time. Yeah. Very funny. Your mother-in-law and Andrea Renee would get together. <laughs> they would get they would we get along real well. I love it. I love party Andrea Renee. Yeah, yeah. It's like best. professional Andrea Renee is great too. <laughs> sure. But, but party when we Andrew go Renee. to Chevy's and she gets the margarita, Ooh. now we're gonna have a good time. Now we're gonna have some fun. Best salsa around. It's not bad. Agreed. Very mm. good. Very good. Bad chips though. Don't like the chips. 
Because the chips are so thin. Oh, that's. You put them in and they just disintegrate, and then you're just shoveling <laughs> salsa into your mouth. Sure. Scott and I have decided we can't be best friends. Oh my God. Because we don't agree on anything. I thought we agreed on Shake Shack. Didn't you like Shake Shack? We do like Shake Shack. Yeah. That is our common. That yes. is our it's one like, thing. That's like breakfast is Tiffany's, right? When Armageddon oh happens, if, if if we get together in a Shake Shack, yeah. we'll, be able, we'll be fine. Okay. We, if I have to hole up in a fucking Chick fil A, though, <laughs> blow my brains out right now. <laughs> no, you'll just starve to death. That's fair. That's Kevin okay will be in the corner. It's too dry. I'm like, yeah, I'm still eating. You're Die, you're dead. Yeah. So no thin chips is your problem. The thin chip is your problem. Nobody I like a good thin. I like a good thin chip. Are you kidding chip. me? I just don't like it when they start fresh chip. Like the prob- I'm down with thin chips. I'm just not down when they're thin and greasy. Yeah. Okay. That's, you know chip, I mean? that's fair. That's you fair. just described chips. You're right. You're right. But the salsa is good. Though. The salsa is great. Again, not my problem with the salsa. It's the it's the mechanism by which the salsa gets delivered to my mouth that I have an issue with. Yeah. Do you understand me? Understand. I, I do understand. You. I do understand. Yeah. I do get you. Now, I li- do I like when we go to the taqueria down the street and they they serve you the store bought tortilla chips that are so thick they stab into the roof of your mouth? I don't no. think you do. Happy medium. We have to have a happy medium with tortilla it. chips. They have to be strong enough. That's right, Greg. I'm listening. Strong enough I'm to listening. deal with queso and the avocado mixed into the queso. Avocados when you get questionable. Go to chips. Austin, Texas. Go to yeah. Chewy's. 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 She recommended th- two things. C-H-U-Y-S. Okay. Chewy's. And A! Yeah. Andy. Next time you're down in you uh, just, you, Texas. You've, you've brought in a new competitor. Because Andy and I have an ongoing feud between Torshi's Tacos and Taco Deli. You've now introduced Chewy's Tacos. Do you ever read well, on Chewy's? No, no. Chewy's is like a whole, they've got the best, they got a Chewy Changa. I mean, it's not just tacos. They're, okay, okay. Yeah. I, I'm Chewy's sorry. is right what down the street from Street. It's on 51st, I believe. Have you had it? Uh, I have. I didn't like it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I like, the sentence structure sounded like he was going to sugarcoat it. Where was it. this? Where did you have I this? Have, I uh, didn't like Austin. it. Austin. Yeah, yeah it's, on a 50, it's on 51st Street. Off of I believe Barton Chewy's. Creek. Go down off so of Barton Creek. There, there are different locations. There's, yeah, there's many locations, okay. and they have a jalapeno ranch dip as well oh as God, a queso, yes. as well as wonderful salsa. And the I, chips one, oh, are I thought that was like phenomenal. It wonderful was salsa. sold to me. I, I, who even knows if this microphone Kevin, is working. this microphone on? Yeah, it's on. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Um, the... Uh, it was sold to me that it would be like a street taco place. No. And it was not that. So that's why I was disappointed with it. No, it's like a high-end Chevy's. That's that's yeah. really how I would yeah. sell high it. End. I don't know if you can get higher in the <laughs> Chevy's. <laughs> it's called I El mean, you can't, yeah, that little sweet corn, go, like, blob uh, they put on your plate. Yes. Yeah, things, amazing. Yes, yes. There was a Night Mountain Dew, Nick? We bought a pack. <laughs> the excitement in Andy's you voice. You want to try a little bit? You want to try a little bit? I do, yeah. Do you, you want to make you a pink can? Give me the Everclear. Here you go. Take a little swig of that. Get in there, Andy. Everybody in here are gamers, right? How has no one drank Mountain Dew or Diet Mountain Dew? I love Mountain Dew. I was going to say, though, nah, dude. Diet Dr. Pepper is the only actual diet soda that tastes like actual soda. Close to it. Period. I want to know that Andy gave me me the courtesy space. He did the... He gave me the, I'm going to pour it in my mouth but not touch it with my lips, which I haven't seen someone do since, like... Grade school. 10th grade, yeah. Yeah. Put the thumb here. Is that what you do? And then you... Yeah. Then it, no, Andy just makes sure. Andy free ball just go. Hey, well, my thumb is thing. dirtier. Than yeah, I was gonna say. Thumb. I don't. Yeah, I want your lips on. Yeah, I'd rather point. suck yeah, his lips on his thumbs. <laughs> no, but you don't put your thumb in the bottle. Oh, you put your thumb it. on your own face. You're not putting your thumb on someone but else's face. Are you? No, are you put it on the. You put on the rim of the drink right now. You put it right here. You just rest this. Show me how to. Show me how to do it, Scott. Don't lose your teeth. Oh, I thought. So you do it like this. I the edge of the bottle. Yeah, I thought he was protecting the lip of the bottle with the thumb. There's rules for this shit, guys. Come on, proper Coke Cherry Zero. I have to. I have to go against Scott here. Coke Cherry Zero is like I think the best 
like diet sort of beverage mm-hmm. that's still a soda. It's so good. I have a lot of non-friends here <laughs> uh, today. I'm finding. <laughs> Fucking diet, well, diet cherry Dr. Pepper was a thing that Tazon Day made a, oh, a yeah. song for. Oh, oh right, yeah. 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 During a Super Bowl, right, or something? I don't know. Like I'm gonna, I'm in a hot taker right Here now. Here we go. Fucking cherry does not belong in sodas. You're crazy. Shut You're wrong. crazy. Man. You're wrong, Nick. Hot take. <laughs> cherry, really cherry wrong. Coke is delicious. It's Greg, delicious. Yeah. We it's, have to, we have to switch seats. <laughs> it's like, it's like putting a cupcake on a cake. It's not necessary. You I already can't. have the cake. It's oh, one of the original man. three sodas, no, it's, and the it's, one they decided didn't fit was chocolate. See, yeah, it's vanilla, pop. chocolate, and cherry. Those are the first three. Mm-hmm. If you go to a soda pop shop back in the fifties, and guess which two stuck? Vanilla. You know what? And then cherry, and then cherry was voted by everyone as the favorite. By everyone. Dwight D. Eisenhower had a presidential decree. Kevin Coelho wants to get on the microphone and say. So we just looked into it, and uh, Patreon producer DJ Kento is actually for next month. Well, he paid for the September. DJ Kento, we revoke your Patreon producing credit. You are revoked. That'll come out in October. I like with the level of scuttlebutt over there. I was like, man, the street. Dreams down, the internet's working. It's just you and Joey trying to figure out if <laughs> DJ Kento's a producer or not. Well, the Patreon website sucks. It takes like two minutes. I can to see load. you guys in there, and it's like you have like that old timey stock ticker. Like, the paper just reeled out onto the ground. It's a big pile of it. Single. Single strip of paper. Okay, so Nick, what about vanilla Coke? I'm I'm not a huge vanilla Coke fan either. See, I, see, vanilla I think Coke, Coke is, is a sweet enough as it is. A it delicacy. Is. Yeah, vanilla Coke vanilla is your Coke once in a while. Goes flat immediately though. Which is You've weird. You've got maybe five minutes. You got five it. solid minutes. You open that thing. You better suck that Don't, thing down. Never buy a two liter. The two liters will lose carbonation immediately. Not a big not a big vanilla Coke fan. Neither. When, am I. when I used to be on the reg, which I call it, on the regular Coke. Uh, oh, thank you, thank you. I didn't. Even, I would never have been able to keep up with that. Yeah, on the rig, just, what's uh, he mean? When I used to be on the rig, not on the diet coke. Uh, I I just liked the straight I the coke. That's fine. We messed around with the vanilla coke here and there, but it was just always a flavor. <laughs> I love how you make it sound like a drug. So we let's talk about. I used to fuck with vanilla a little bit, but you're also dealing with the fact that let's be honest, coke tastes like caramel. Like it is, it is a kind of a caramel flavored soda when you think about it, <laughs> no. right? So you're adding vanilla into that vanilla caramel. You don't mm. need both of those. No. Nobody thinks that coke yeah, tastes. Like vanilla. No, no. It's got a very like prune taste to it. A prune <laughs> taste. Very like, okay. very light. I would definitely go caramel before prune. Milk Coke is so good, and you're crazy. It's, it's you're fun. like one of those people that likes the cherry pop tart, aren't you? Uh, first cherry pop tart is the best. Cherry pop tart is the best. Fucking cherry. If you're gonna go fruit, the strawberry pop tart is you're the king of the fucking pop tarts. But fuck that. Throw those okay. away and build me a house of the brown sugar cinnamon pop tarts. Yeah. Because that's no. the door no. I want to go. Cherry pop tart is the best because of that. What are you a s'mores pop tart fan? The cherry has that that sugar on top, whereas strawberry just has sprinkles on top of frosting, which is just duplicate shit. To decorate the perfection. No, it's, it's like putting redundant. a Porsche in a box. You, you don't just on the cherry. You've got the frosting and the sugar. Thing. Oh my god! You we <laughs> this. We need to start. We need to start a show called Food to the Death. And it's just me and you yelling <laughs> you at each other about yelling at each other nonsensical food, decorating forever. food. Uh, Damn it! Well, all seriousness, I will fuck up some cherry pop tarts though. I'm just yes, joking. Around. Those are the, I appreciate those are the, ones. Hot or cold. I do like the Mountain Dew that is orange. Mm. The orange Mountain Dew. Oh, Livewire. Livewire. That's the one. Livewire. Talk to me about Mountain White Dew. Out is the best. Uh, <sighs> Code Red's good. White Out. Oh, White Out. Oh, White yeah, out. okay. Is there a blue Mountain Dew? The, uh, red. Yes, only a Taco Bell. Red, white, and Baja blue. Baja Blast is the teal. No, Voltage is the blue. About. 
They had blackout. Man, you were which you is go great. deep into this. I go deep on soda. No, but red, Man. white, and dew during during oh, uh, July Fourth. That was the Fantastic. most wonderful. It's called Dew SA. It's, a, it's Dew SA. It's, me, it's a mix of everything. <laughs> <laughs> I never knew you knew this much about soda. Oh, we're getting into the real hot takes right now. This oh, reminds man. me of the morning show that Kevin and I did. Uh, 420 last year and it was like my sort of I was I'd only been a part of Kind of Funny for a couple of weeks uh, at that point where all you uh, want to do was get it to the end well, so at, get... at the end it, it was me teasing uh, you know the, the, here are my two favorite totas and Kevin was like well what's the third one I was like find out tomorrow <laughs> and the next one was just a big tease of like I had three sodas on the table. I was like, which one's the one? I'd reach one and be like, no, that's not the one. <laughs> and it was a big lead up until the end, and it was I faked them all out, Kev. It was a good one, man. Good shows, dude. What'd you do? You reach show. underneath the table and pull out a yeah, fourth one? Yeah, You fucking shit. I had a fourth drink in my legs. You're, you're a table. hack. That's what you are. The white mountain do always look too hack. much like semen. It does what? a little bit. Yeah. It does. It's got a little cloudy. It's carbonated like mine, too. It's cloudy, but it's, uh, hey. <laughs> Yeah. I would see Andy shaking it up. <laughs> the Mountain Dew. The yeah, Mountain Dew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I keep it classic with the Dew. I, I can't mess around too much. In my in my youth, I would go with the the crazy ones, the Baja Blast or yeah. whatever it was. Sure, but sure. That's, really, that's only because when you go to a Taco, Taco Bell, Bell or KFC, they only have fucking or Panda Express or whatever. They only have Pepsi products. So fuck the world. Everyone's upset about this. And then I'm like, I guess that's the best option. Lesser no, the I, evils. I forget where I was. Maybe it was Austin. But I had this horrible, horrible luck where everywhere I went to was a Pepsi place. Mm. And I'm like, all I want, either it was a Pepsi place or it was that weird organic Mexican cola that they serve all over the places. Mm. That, happened. That, that. that is the problem with Austin, Texas. Austin. A lot of that stuff. You've got to stop that shit, Austin. Stop it. That's one thing I don't like about Taco Deli. They, they don't use Coke. They don't use Pepsi. But they use a local yeah. sort of. Yeah. That's one thing. Let's not keep that weird. weird. Let's like yeah. unweird that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's no, keep Code that normal. Code Red's got to be my favorite mm. Mountain Dew, though. Yeah. Code Red, like back in the day, Halo and World of Warcraft, just a <laughs> couple of Code Reds. We're leveling up. Where are we rating tonight, guys? What yeah. were you? What were you? Eating? Was there a crunchy snack that went along Ooh, with this? My God, we flaming hot Cheetos. No, let in me this? tell you. So flaming hot Cheetos. What were, are you gonna say? Flaming hot Cheetos are terrible too. You monster. Oh my God! You're like <laughs> what? What? They're you just spicy it. to be spicy. <laughs> they don't taste any different. They just make your tongue tingle. Oh man, so good. So it's flaming hot. We'll go flaming hot Fritos. Flaming hot oh. Fritos. And Cheetos. Chili cheese Fritos. Oh, those are pretty good. And a, and a Mountain Dew Whiteout. I'm all about those flavor twists. Freedom. No, yeah, I was about to yeah, say, if you like murdering the, the inside of your mouth. No, that's true. It's worth that's it true. though. No, but it's, it's hey, worth it. I ate like five of them from my brother <laughs> yesterday, and my tongue is the honey barbecue ripped right now. It's you a guys good pain. So one thing about the the twist, my biggest complaint was that we don't have, we never had a flaming hot Frito in that shape. The only, the only Frito that got it that treatment, the twist treatment, is the well, the honey barbecue, right? Flavor twist. Yeah. Flavor twist, and I always wanted that that texture chip with a um, bunch of different flavors. We, I always wanted hot Fritos <laughs> in that style. Well, now Frito Lay has the Turbo Flamas. You guys know Takis? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah of course. Sure so no. these Turbo Flamas are takis. in these shapes. It's in the twist fucking shape. Is it good? But it, oh, it's so delicious, Kevin. It's uh, a good texture. You crunch it down, there's many layers, right? It takes a while to get down there to the core. If I knew this was the conversation that we have, <laughs> I would have been here years ago. <laughs> because because I'm fucking prepared for this one. You are. You yeah, are. You're, you're not going to smart balls on this, real, too. Real quick, do you guys remember, do any, does anyone remember the chili and lime Fritos? 
Chili lime Fritos. Chili, yes, chili I do. Fritos. Those are so good. Those are fucking good. I miss them all they the time. They don't sell them anymore? No, I've I've never I haven't seen them for like ten years. I oh, haven't. I, I don't those. I don't eat the snack food as much as you guys. Are Doritos 3Ds? Those still a thing? No, no. I wish. Holy they fuck, were great. That was around no, Godzilla '98. Yeah. Let me explain so to I guess you. It was '98. Let me Remember explain these to you. Doritos uh, puffed up so good. Let me tell you a little story about uh, Nick's cheat day the other day. Please, please okay, do. Okay, Nick goes out. Not this one. This yeah. is a different one. We're talking about you, right? You're yeah. Okay. Keep saying Nick in the third person. I had. I was. I think I drank too much soda. Okay. And I upset my stomach and I'm like sure. I got I got to just I got to just have a sandwich or something or a chip something like like that's more carby that can just settle my stomach a little bit. So I go to my local uh liquor store and I'm like I'm just craving nacho cheese or yeah, nacho red Doritos. Red Doritos, right? Go in, can't find them because they changed the color of the red what? on the bag. It's like a maroon now and I'm like what is this? It took me like 3 or 4 scans. Spicy of the thing. maroon. I, no, I mean I got I got nacho cheese Doritos. <laughs> Maybe it's a burgundy, Andy. I don't know. Uh, so good. Uh, can those you look show like some this? Ass I shit. was gonna say this looks like what you'd find in a video game. No, those you're are like some, you're looking. You're going by the flat texture of the store shelf, and you see <laughs> Turbo's flamas. Yeah, it's an Agents of Mayhem. Is what it's They make whatever. I don't know. I don't know that those made it all the way to Southern California. I, don't, I never, I've never seen. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, these are brand new. Like, because no. I'd always crave that shape, right? Yeah. But going to what Nick said about the 3D Doritos. No, Greg I said, was I like 3D Doritos. Doritos. I'm not. Well, hi, we're still in Nick's story. Oh, I want to do. No, that was it. That I, I found, found him. They were annoying. Two, okay. two bags of almost threw up. Okay, and then, one of the best times story. was Pepsi Blue and 3D Doritos. Yeah, that was no, a moment. No. In that time. was a moment in time, yeah. and I'll give you that. Pepsi I Blue. love Pepsi Blue. Pepsi dude. Blue. I'll give it the shot. Crystal what Pepsi. No, I remember Crystal uh, Pepsi. They, they, it's out. You can find it's it. Out now, it's yeah. out now. Oh, yeah. It's out. It's out. Albert's various places. If I see it, I, I buy a couple. I became. I had a friend. It's uh, a great episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not kidding. <laughs> in the seventh grade, my friend Todd used to steal Crystal Pepsi, and he wait what. I don't know. Okay. He just, you know, <laughs> everyone went through a weird, like, klepto phase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, no, he, I think he actually everyone. told us that he was stealing them, but I think he was actually buying them. I think he just wanted to sell them. Oh, well, Dave's cool. confused. Yeah, I was like, that's I cool you're stealing the them. But he would always offer them to me, but he wore this, he used to wear this big Philadelphia Eagles, like, parka jacket. You know, starter the, jacket. Yeah, starter the ones jacket. that go all the way down. Oh, and, like, the yeah. first, he has the giant up, flat pouch. He yeah. can keep, like, everything. And he would yeah. open it up and have, like, four or five in there. And I'm like, why are you dealing Crystal Pepsi? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, am I supposed to buy these for me? He's like, no, I just want to give you one. I'm like, then why are you hiding them like you're it was that's weird. the gateway drug we were friends he wants for to get years you know, dude. For, well, he wasn't selling anything else other than friendship <laughs> he was, crystal pepsi but he was selling the crystal no, pepsi no he just wanted he to give us no, he was, he was selling big, nothing <laughs> i think he wanted to be the pep, the crystal pepsi guy that was yeah. his thing that was his thing for a while i thought about having suckers all the time and that'd be my thing i was like that's a bad thing what? when what i was in high school like, like t- uh, t- uh, telly savalas like what were you going to do? Evolve it into a van that had candy for children? Huh? Oh, I see. Suckers are the more like the thick ones. Lollipops are the round ones. Lollipop. If I had a lolly, it'd be a big like yeah flat circle. Suckers are like Tootsie Pops. Sucker. Sucker. Have you seen The Shape of Water? Oh yeah, I've seen The Shape of Water. You know Michael Shannon in that movie? Yeah, Michael Shannon. Yeah, yeah, Zod. He does the thing in the movie that's like the creepiest character trait. Oh yeah, he eats the hard candy. He's always eating the hard like lemon heads, and it made me want lemon heads so badly the other day because I was watching on a plane. I was like, I can't get lemon heads. What am I going to do? I got like a four hour flight. But I just thought it was the coolest like character trait. Like when he was developing that, that he was like, I think this character. Like always has this hard like rattly box of candy that's off putting to watch you suck it and like. Also, chew on doesn't it. like hold his dick while he pees. Remember that? Yeah, he yeah. yeah. watches his hands before he pees. I didn't yeah. see the movie, afterwards. but you talked to me about that, and I, I, I didn't like it. 
Didn't oh, like his character's freaking. Explain, shit explain there. the yeah. situation here. He walks in the, the two as like a power thing. The two uh, main characters, I forget the actress's name. Uh, the, the the actresses, but they're they're washing the bathroom, the men's room. They're cleaning. They're the Octavia Spencer, Octavia Spencer, and Sally. Uh, Sally, some. Fields. No. Struthers. Incorrect. Struthers. I'll remember it. Uh, what? What is Sally Struthers up to? I, I don't, don't even know, see her man. in the Let's commercials anymore. No, but there, but there, there's. It's a really off-putting scene where where they're cleaning the men's room and he comes in, puts his nightstick down, and it's got blood on it, and then he go and he washes his hands first, and then goes over use the urinal, and then comes out, and they say they give him like a towel to wash his hands again. He goes, no, 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 no. I don't. He's like a man either washes his hands before. Or after using the urinal, and you can tell a lot. And if he washes his hands both times, you can tell a lot about him. It's it's this great like monologue yeah. that he has, and it's this yeah. total fucked up like power play thing. For the record, I'll often up. wash my hands. Sally Hawkins, too. Sally Hawkins. So it's a lot of phenomenal. Phenomenal. She's fucking great. We don't, we don't want our dick to get unhealthy. Yeah, and we don't want to get other people unhealthy. It's great. I like eating shrimp a lot. My hands get all Here nasty. I'm not trying to get shrimp sauce on my dingling. Hey man, I want to keep Ooh. every part of my body as clean as possible. Dude. That reminds me of the one time that I was. What was, the fuck uh, are you gonna say? I know, right? <laughs> I don't want to get shrimp sauce on my dingling. No. Oh, that dude! Means I can't the wait! Can't wait to see what right we just triggered. It's called cocktail sauce for a reason. Like some sort of chicken or something that my girlfriend made me, and there was cayenne pepper on it. Oh no! And then later on, uh-huh. went down to scratch down there. Yeah. Had a little itch, and then <laughs> the pain. We're watching Game of Thrones, and the pain just multiplied so yeah, fast sexy. to where I like legitimately worried. Like I went to the restroom and came back and I was like, I am, I might this, lose it. this hurts so bad right now. Like, am I going to have to chop it Please off? Like me. I didn't know. Jesus. I didn't know what to do. Please tell me you dipped your, your ranch sauce into milk. You just put a, like, um, no, I forgot. I forgot what the plan was. I, there was something <laughs> dipped into something that I was just kind of caressing my dick the whole time. All right. Watching game of Thrones. Calamine lotion. No, it was Luberderm. Uh, the derm. The derm. Possibly. Yeah, we didn't have any milk on us. You know. It's a good story, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> My best good friend story. got married, uh, and uh, the night before his honeymoon, we went into his suitcase and put gold bond into oh, every single asshole. pair of underwear he <laughs> you had. You're an asshole. <laughs> Oh he, was, he was going on a, on a cruise <laughs> in the so Caribbean. And that's just like, it's immediate. In the hot, <laughs> sticky Caribbean air. It's just, it's, ah. it's just immediate. Woo! Wake you I, up. I thought you were yep. going to say you put like dildos in his suitcase. Uh, Pasquale Vincenzo Palazzolo never forgave me for that one. <laughs> never, ever. Did you stop wearing the underwear? Uh, he, well, he, yeah, he went, uh, as he said, uh, Tom Petty style, free balling. There you go. Nice. There and we go. Just, I to, just right before I came here, I had to pack for London. And right. I packed everything into my bag, an excessive amount of bomber jackets. And I was like, cool, I got everything. And as I was like going out to get in the Uber, I'm like, I didn't pack a single pair of underwear. <laughs> Fuck. You don't need them. And man. I went back. I got in all the MeUndies, just popped the things man. in there. But remember that one time in Texas? I screwed myself. Totally forgot the underwear. It's free ball, man. It's, it's warm enough in Texas that you don't need the insulation. The problem on your is, I could, I could never free ball man. in jeans, man. Did you bring the gold bond though? For him? <laughs> what do you think? What do you think Cool Greg's doing right now? Greg's <laughs> <laughs> just getting in there. Just put it. Cool Greg. Wait, Cool Greg was very thorough. And if you don't explain to him exactly what happened, Tim would open up a suitcase. <laughs> it would just pop. <laughs> it's <laughs> everywhere. All white Every powder furniture. Please. Also, uh, if you're listening to this, as a safety tip, do not pour white powder in your friend's international suitcase. No. It's not a great idea. It's going to lead to only bad things, probably. Yeah. 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 Well, the one thing that I'm so happy that I didn't do, so it's like the opposite of a regret in life, is uh, the one time when, you're proud of when, we're, when we're going to, yeah, I'm proud that I didn't do it, uh, is when we were going to E3, it was probably our like fourth E3 together at IGN like with Finnegan. 
And uh, we're going to get a bunch of dildos, dildos yeah. and wrap them in aluminum foil yep. and put them into his bag. Yep. <laughs> so oh, it went through. You'd have to go. deal with it all. He would just be the funniest person to have to deal with oh, all God, that. He'd be the best. <laughs> I think I remember you guys talking about that. And I think my suggestion was either don't do it because I was your boss mm-hmm. or get one big one. So that when they pull it out, they have to like shoulder it a little bit to get the whole thing out. I thought that would be really funny too. Yeah, it was one or the other. Yeah. They make them that big. I mean, I'm sure you can find them that big. I don't never seen one personally or used one that big. Sure you haven't. Sure yeah. you haven't. I mean, you you were like they would have to shoulder it. You're like, I'm just saying, the Kevin, you like Google well, extra large dildo. Don't do that. See what comes up. Don't, don't do that. I feel like I feel like what you're envisioning <laughs> is what dildo. I did that one time. Did you where, do this? No, if, not not exactly what you're talking about. Similar, where somebody sent us a giant gummy worm mm. for uh, Tai Gian that was like. This table cut in half and was super huge. And what I did is I was one of the last people out of the office that night, and Brian Albert was still there. And I went to his bag and unzipped it and put the giant worm in. And then he, in the middle of the night, left after working on some review, and he reached in there, like screaming. I just got a text. He's like, "You motherfucker!" <laughs> well, then that thing ended up in my desk, like yeah. in my fucking thing. And then Alex Salamita kept. Bringing it back to yeah. me, no matter where I went, no. it would be there. Yeah, and that thing was nasty. Like disgusting. imagine a fucking giant gummy worm, which is dirt and it's like dirty. Like, yeah, it's like Kevin's hat. It. Yep, yeah, it is like that Kevin's hat. Sense. Don't kiss it. Mm-hmm. Don't Horrible. Kiss it. It'll stop you. That's how you get. <clears throat> we have a giant get. gummy bear. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, you, uh, Dan Riker brought up a lot of garbage here from Giant Bomb, and rather than throw it away, we just put it on the shelf. And now that have shelf these. has become the garbage. Hey, shelf. You can't throw anything it is, away. It is part of the shelf now. It's, it's, it's a load bearing gummy. The it's a load bearing yeah, gummy. We, can, back we can clean some of that out. Probably. Scott Porter. Yes. If people don't know you, mm. you are actor extraordinaire. <laughs> Friday Night Lights. Yes. Speed Racer. Woo! Yes. Ah! Fuck you, Nick. <laughs> we talked. We talked about it this morning. We had a great talk about it, and I told him that you were very excited to talk oh, yeah. to him about Speed Racer. Yeah, dude. Oh, because dude. Well, you, that's one ever. of your favorite movies ever made, yeah. and that's cool for you. Yeah, and your fat taste, it's cool. <laughs> but it's not that I... Okay, we're not going to get into this. We're not going to get into this. Let's get into We had this. a very positive talk we about it earlier today. Yeah. Felt I feel out. like he's coming around. He Good. I'm going to give it another Good. shot. The third time's the charm <laughs> for Third you, time's Nick. the charm for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, yeah. What's that other movie you just talked about that you didn't like? To you the Departed. Th- no. Well, no. That no. No. The, uh, nice guys. Nice guys. You watched that three times. I did. I saw it in theaters. I was like, I don't really like this movie very much. Watched it again on a plane. I'm like, huh. And then I watched it when it came to HBO, when I could just pause it and like relax and watch it over. I know. I love that movie. Maybe that'll be Speed Racer. But that movie is one of those. that's like very. It's it's kind of fast and loose. The nice guys doesn't make a lot of sense. Narratively, it's kind of thin. It's not really even a detective story because at no point do they actually figure anything out. It's just fun to watch Russell Crowe and, and what's his name, uh, Ryan Gosling act opposite each other. Speed Racer, they were going, like, after him talking with you, they were going for a specific thing mm-hmm. that I just didn't think, just didn't vibe with me at the time. And you know how, like, when something, it's like when you eat that meal when you're sick, and then you're like, I can never eat that meal again. Oh. Like, it had one shot to click with me, and now I can't really, I, I can't go back and look at it and appreciate it, but I'll give it another shot. L- let me put it in this, in this, in these terms. Give Earlier today, you we were talking about how, like, the People are, are, are scared to make children's movies scary mm-hmm. nowadays, right? Well, a lot of the complaints about Speed Racer is it doesn't know what it wants to be. Is it a children's movie or is it a movie about corporate corruption? Why can't you do both of them at the same time? That's fair. So I think a lot of like people had that problem. Well, children's mov- movies have to have to be easy to follow now and have to, you know, talk, you know, you got to talk down to the kids. And I, I don't think that's necessarily true. Maybe it's 15 minutes too long, possibly. Uh, every, but, movie uh, every movie is. Every movie is. Watch it. 
watch the way they shoot the fight scenes mm -hmm. and realize how many other movies have stolen this shit from Speed Racer now. Look at the changes, uh, it, you know, the camera movement throughout the throughout the races. Mm -hmm. It's There's just a lot to appreciate in the movie. I'm going to um, give it one more shot for you. Not for Tim. Yeah. I want it on okay, record. Okay. I was this is not say, for Tim. These are all things I've said Tim. a million times. This is not for Tim. <laughs> I have never heard anyone put it quite like that before. You're selling me on this. Check out Game Over like Brady's show about because 10 episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I, I think calling it a children's movie, I, like, it's a cartoon. It's a movie. You know? I just want to add I got you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That makes I sense. Also I feel you. Movie. All right. Kevin loves this movie. I yeah, I know. Much. I know. Kevin's been talking about Speed Racer as long as yeah. I've known him. We had a great talk about that, too. Great. Kind of funny morning show. Because I asked checking. him, I was like, did you, were you professional or did, did you pull a Nick? When you were acting, when you were talking to John Goodman, and just quote Big Lebowski lines the entire yeah, time, yeah. and he was like, yeah. "Out of n under no circumstances would I ever do that." Yeah, That's was not gonna suicide. was not gonna do it. No, no, no. no. So I was driving somewhere. We'll get to where I was driving. We're, we're now we're pulling off. Nick actually said something interesting. So now I'm taking this off. <laughs> actually, for once, I'm taking this off. It's been 250 we're gonna, episodes. We're gonna stop in this. <laughs> you finally quick. give me credit where credit's due. Being a huge nerd like us, yeah, because you are Scott Porter. This is, you're on Games Daily. Killed. You're on the Morning Show. Killed. You, you love all the stuff. You have stories for everything. You really love soda. <laughs> Does the dupe. Do you want another one? Do you want a fresher? You want a fresher? I'm good for right okay. now. I'm good for right now. When you go on these jobs and you act across a John Goodman, you <clears> act with all these people that you've liked their work, respected their work. How do you do? You just keep it all internal. The freaking out of seeing these people and doing this stuff. Yeah, I. You know what? First and foremost, uh, I use it as an opportunity to try and learn. I I went to school to play football, and I was a structural engineering major, and I beatboxed in an acapella group on the side. Naturally, that paid bills That's for six does. years. So Sorry, cool. let's. let's wait, hold on. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. Oh, do you have my story? No. Let's hit oh, the pause button. Don't wait till you get to the Tokyo party. You're gonna lose your fucking mind. What? Because what you, are, you, you were also talking about doing. <laughs> Sorry, this, everybody. It's a big rest area. <laughs> the layers of Scott Porter are being peeled back now. Sure. And we're starting <laughs> to get to the core of you. You were talking about how you were doing an off-Broadway production of Bull Durham the musical. Yes. And I forgot to ask you. I'm like, so I didn't realize that you sing. This I, is a thing you do. I do. That's uh, I. That's how I got my start: singing and beatboxing in theme parks. Okay. You know that we have our own. Um, again, a lot of put put on bright notes because we got to go back to all this stuff. What theme park? <clears throat> uh, my first gig was as Frankenstein in Beetlejuice's Graveyard Rock and Roll Review in Universal Studios, Florida. <laughs> yep. And then I yep. did the Wolfman and Dracula in the same show. I was a Street Buster, which was a singing, dancing Ghostbuster. Oh yeah. Uh, I was the I was Logan. <laughs> he was the Ghostbuster of the street. I'll take it. I wore a cowboy hat, and I was Logan, the first uh, Ghostbuster from Texas. Oh and uh, and then uh, I started working at at Disney at Animal Kingdom. I was the lead singer in uh, the Tarzan Rocks musical show. Oh, Phil Collins action there. Yeah. And I actually, you it came down to my something. came Part, down to me and yeah. one other guy for Tarzan on Broadway. Oh I my lost God. to a guy named Josh Strickland, but I got to sing that with Phil Collins throughout the uh, throughout the audition process. So you had to sing with him. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. He's the, one, he's the one that led the way because it's all his music. So that's instead amazing. of having a music director there taking you through Phil? everything, they just had Phil. What oh, <laughs> a power of Disney. Yeah, yeah, and then. You went to Tokyo? <laughs> yeah, so so how it all went. Yeah, I was in college. Was I was an a cappella group. The a cappella group won Star Search. Um, we opened up for NSYNC on their first national tour. We opened up for what? 98 Degrees on the, on the southeast no! leg of their first tour. Yeah. Um, and then uh, okay. 
then I got an offer to go to Japan for a year. So I lived in Japan for a year. I was uh, the lead of the Mickey's Adventureland Mardi Gras show. Oh my God. And I was a beatboxer in a streetmosphere what, what uh, was group this? called City Sounds. What was the original group called? The ones that opened for NSYNC? Right. Their name now is uh, Voice Play. Okay. Um, our name at the time was 425. Uh, I left. They evolved. Uh, if you've seen an acapella group do like a Moana thing that had like millions and millions of views on YouTube, that's that's voice play. They have evolved. They were on the sing off a couple of years ago and uh, they're phenomenally talented. And I have my regrets about leaving the group. Really? Yeah, because it's how my dad's a drummer. My mom's a singer. They met in a rock band called Ruckus in the in the 80s. And to me, it was like performing live was everything that mattered and i just i don't get to do it anymore so i look back and i see the stuff they're creating they're in control of what they're yeah. doing creatively and that's that's something that is coveted by i think a, a lot of actors who are just trying to get someone to bring them on their project you know yeah. they're in control of what they're doing and uh it's just really cool they're super talented check them out voice play uh, is their name but uh yeah i went to japan for a year came back got an offer to go to New York and do a show called Toxic Audio, which was <clears throat> the tagline was exploring the boundaries of the human voice. So I can do like electric guitar. Um, here. Holy shit. <laughs> like little like weird shit like that. And You're the coolest dad. Your kids are cool. So we did everything. It was like stomp. But it was a cappella. So we never spoke to the audience. We used sound and got the audience involved a lot in, in the show. And, you know, it was just, it was this really cool experimental off Broadway show. It won a bunch of awards. And from that, I got a show called Alter Boys. And that my first pilot season, Friday Night Lights came next. And that was it. So if you were in New York doing a cappella stuff, did you ever do anything with Rozelle? No, I did not. I mean, amazing. he's so I, I became a beatboxer because uh, uh, Ready Rock C, who was uh, Fresh Prince and DJ Jazzy Jeff's beatboxer uh, and their huge album that hit in 88, 89. Parents just don't understand. He did a song called Human Video Game and he does all of Donkey Kong by himself. And I had a Fisher Price boombox. And uh, it had, you know, it was tan with a little brown microphone attachment. And I taught myself how to beatbox at like 10 years old, nine, 10 years old on that thing, just because I heard Ready Rock C on uh, their album. And then, you know, Dougie Fresh was big at the time. And, you know, I was a big Slick Rick fan and he, they would do stuff together. So I just, you know, learned a long time ago. Then I heard Rozelle years later when I had already been doing it, but it's it's weird. There's like, it's like anything else. There's like a differentiation between uh, beatboxing and vocal percussion. Mm -hmm. Like if you are the drum beat for a song, you have to be on point. There's no like freestyling a lot. And Rozelle can Rozelle does that, but he also is just a master beatboxer. Like freestyle, all the scratching, all that am stuff. I, I can do some of it, but he is incredible. Am I incorrect in saying he was the first one to do beatboxing while rapping at the same time? I mean, you never know. He was the first one to do it famously. Famously like that, yeah. you know? But that there's I mean, like the beatbox the beatboxing scene in France, like we would never know about, but those guys uh in in Britain as well, like I saw some of the first beatboxers who could really do dubstep, like came out of Britain, but you know, we would not necessarily see that Didn't here, that, you know. So uh, who knows, but he, I mean, he's the first to make it famous. So, I mean, he's one of the first that did a lot of things. He's insane. 
wild. Yeah, that's so that's you it. don't freak out when you meet John Goodman, right? <laughs> <laughs> so what? Uh, yeah, the whole the whole thing. Sorry about the tangent. No, 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 no. The that's whole what this thing, whole show is. Don't worry about the it. The whole thing about I'm not a trained actor. I've I never went to school for it. I've never had a coach and never taken classes. So, and, and at what point did you go from hey, I'm a, I'm basically a musical performance artist to I'm going to go play a football player on TV? I. They took a chance on me on Friday Night Lights, and I got on set and did with Kyle and Connie, Kyle Chandler and Connie Britton, uh, what I do. Nashville's Connie Britton. <laughs> Nashville's. Raina James, everybody. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just. No, Raina James is dead. Oh, that's right. Good point. Good point. Sorry. Spoilers for now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just watch them and try and steal from them. Oh. Try and learn from them. That's If that's the only school that I get. So when I, when I meet John Goodman or Susan Sarandon, I just want to watch them work and see if I can hang. And then maybe afterwards, like and not quote it to them, but just say, Hey, by the way, like this movie kind of like changed my life. And I just wanted <laughs> to say thank you for that. You know, just kind of respectfully, you know, I never want to be that guy who's, I don't know. I feel like they get it elsewhere. I don't want to do it at work, mm-hmm. you know, and it, maybe they love it. They probably actually do. I mean, actors, like talking I think about themselves. People, a lot, a like lot of actors, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and they also like, you know, yeah, the appreciation of, of things that they've done that maybe some people didn't follow as closely, you know. But uh, I don't know. I just try and watch and learn from them, and I feel like it's better to have their full respect, like just of playing bantering back and forth than like, oh, God, this You kid. don't want to be that guy on yeah. set. You don't want to anyway. be that guy who's like... Fanboy. Yeah, I figured you would freak out though. You do freak out inside a little bit when you work with some folks. Uh, I I worked with Mahershala Ali on uh, Uh, on Madden, on Madden's Long Shot, and I was just like, "It's a long shot. It's a long shot." You know, I didn't say anything about any of his any of his stuff. He had just he had already won an Oscar for Moonlight, and I you know I didn't want to I didn't want to say anything until the last day, and I just want to say, and by the way, man, it was just such a pleasure working with you and. You're so incredible, man. I can't wait to see what you do next. That's awesome. You know? So, obviously, you're an interesting person. I want to talk to you about the most interesting part of your life, your wife. Um, tell me your love story. <laughs> uh, my wife and I uh, met playing beer pong. Yes. <laughs> we That's love beer pong love so much. Uh, <laughs> we got married on 420. Uh, kind of accidentally. Like, it was just like the only Saturday available at the venue. <laughs> But we had beer pong at the wedding as well. Uh, awesome. I thought you were going to say uh, you embraced it and the whole wedding was weed themed. Yeah. We, we, <laughs> the cake Her was dress green, was hemp. was hemp, yeah. We had, uh, we had beer pong in the hospital room when we were having the kids. Uh, Did no, you realize? No, we didn't. <laughs> I was like, wait, whoa, what? <laughs> that, that would be so awesome. Yeah. Photo. I want to embrace push, your babe, tendencies here. <laughs> Drained it. Balls back. Balls back. Yeah. Balls back. Uh, no, we're pretty... We're pretty formidable uh, team, the two of us together. Uh, we've been together for for a decade. Actually, wow. this year we've been uh, we've been together. So, did you meet in school? No, we met in Austin, Texas. She was a cheerleader at the University of Texas when Vince Young was there. Okay, and good time to be a cheerleader. Yeah, and a lot of guys who don't make the pros that are football players uh, either try and do the semi pro circuit, but some of them fall into stunt work. Oh. And Friday Night Lights had a bunch of former UT football players or Texas Tech, Texas A and M football players being the stunt guys for the main characters in the show. So a big reason that the football looks so great. So we had real, real guys out there just hmm. crushing it. And uh, I became friends with them. I played a little bit of college football 
I was a wide receiver, and some of the guys had a league, a flag football team in this city league. Yeah. I mean, it was stacked. I mean, I was going to so, say, you guys are just rolling these just, people. Yeah, we won three city championships. Like, it was like, it <laughs> was disgusting. Not fair at all. These full time yeah. Whole Food employees are coming over, like, man, I just want to get outside and enjoy the fresh air. <laughs> They're actually like, rocking them. Pelvis max effort blasted. over here. Yeah, max effort, baby. Max effort. But me and me and, uh, and Riggins, Taylor Kitsch, uh, he is a, he's a freak athlete too. He played a lot of hockey, but we would do flag football pickup games with the cast and some of the stunt guys. And then the stunt guys are like, hey, you guys, you two actually can play. You want to come join the team. So then we threw a Halloween party. That's how I met my wife. She was friends with some of these football players. Gotcha. I had, you know, become tight with them. The coolest thing about Kelsey, though, is that we met uh, towards the end of the second season. And imagine in Austin, Texas, like Friday Night Lights, the impact it was having in Austin. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And we would go anywhere and anybody that would recognize any anyone from the cast, like, Lance Armstrong tried to date Minka Kelly. Like it was just like everyone was like Friday Night Lights is here. Let's try and date the Friday Night Lights people. And it was you know it was there was a it was a strange period of time because it was like <laughs> I saw only, Nick Bruin. <laughs> yeah, it was the only time though that like I've ever had that experience where it's yeah. like I would walk into somewhere and be like, why are you talking to me? Like not quite sure. Like I, I'm just like a chill guy. I like to go hang out with people, meet people, talk to people. Mm-hmm. But it was, you know, it got to a point where I was like a little bit sketchy. Yeah, I was going to say, you can't yeah. trust people who are yeah, engaging with you. exactly. Okay. And then I met Kelsey and, and her and I started dating. And about two months into us dating, uh, she's like, we're going to have a blast tonight. And I was like, what? Doing what? I'm working. She's like, you're not working. We're, we're going out on this uh, pub crawl. And I was like, nah, not me. She's like, they're not doing any football tonight. And I was like, I know they're not doing football tonight. I what do you think I do on the show? Oh, that's hilarious. And she's like, you're a stunt guy. And I was like, have you not watched the show? She's like, no. Her favorite movie's <laughs> Legally Blonde, and she watched like Great movie. She watched Great Lizzie film. McGuire in the Wizards Hell of Waverly yeah. Place. She's still going to bust through the wall like the Wizards. Wizards. She, 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 falls, she, she falls asleep to Friends every night. Like she's not really a dramatic television watcher. She doesn't like to watch anything that like makes her cry. I'm gonna be better cry. friends with your wife than I am with you on this one. I love Friends. <laughs> but she, uh, she had never seen the show, and that was like to me the she's a the keeper. coolest affirmation that it's just like she was really. Like dating me just because we hit it off. That's and like, awesome. So that was what uh, was the conversation like thing. after you're like, no, I'm actually a lead on the show. Was she like, oh, that was basically it. It was like I'm actually. <laughs> well, I, this sucks. I'm, you can't come to this pub crawl. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not coming to the pub crawl. Well, then like then of course like she was like traveling home for the holidays and like she was uh, no they were going to visit her sister who is a Mizzou graduate. M I Z. Um, she was. KY. She's the black sheep of the family because everyone else has stayed in Texas and went to a respectable. One of them was smart. Uh, got out college, and one went well because she went for the school of journalism. Of so course. that's why she went up there. But uh, they were driving to visit her, and so I I gave her the DVDs from season one. I was like, <laughs> if you want to catch up, the show is really good. So she's watching it in the back of her dad's Yukon or whatever, and I get a text, and she's like, Why did you give me this? This girl's sucking on your neck in the first 30 seconds. And I'm like, oh, God, yes, like, that's right. Respect. And I was like, but her, she never meant anything to me, babe. <laughs> uh, yeah. You're like, so, that's the job. That's acting. Yeah. This is the hard part. Kind of how it went. But, uh, yeah, no, it was just a really cool getting to know her and just authentically getting to know each other and, and with no 
When did you know she was the one? Uh, pretty early on. Yeah. But there's six years difference between us, and I only want I only want to get married once. I don't know my biological dad. Uh, my mom met my stepfather when I was like five, and he is just an amazing dude. Yeah. And I just, I just only, I only want to do it once. So we waited quite a while. Five years we dated. Um, and that also got her it's through her long. mid. She had also long. got her through her mid twenties, which mm-hmm. I had already been through my mid twenties. And I found out not just what I liked in life, but what I didn't want mm-hmm. my life to have in it as well. And I, I think that that's, that time frame is important for everyone. So she got to kind of figure that out too. And then we settled in. That's nice of you. Yeah, I always talk about mid twenties being like that's the time where you've graduated. You're well on the way of establishing yourself, and that like you should always give yourself that period of like like twenty four to thirty is such a cool time in your life where you're really just yeah you're figuring a bunch of shit out. That's why I say don't get married to your forty five years old at least. <laughs> that's what Nick did. That's it's working same. out pretty well for Nick. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Walking around with an ice pack Fucker. on his neck all day. Today. Oh my god, my neck hurts so bad. Why have you neck? Jujitsu? Oh yeah, it's jujitsu. Yeah, yeah, we're doing still with the clock still jokes with the jujitsu. Oh Christ, I'm just I shouldn't be doing this at 38. This is the bad <laughs> idea. 28 would have been a good idea, but 38 is terrible. Hey, I still play pickleball every Monday. You're a lot more in shape. 39, than I am. man. Yeah, and I'm out there against like 22 are guys, year olds. Are you just, actually tackling each other? No, pick up uh, pick up basketball. Oh basketball, yeah, yeah. I, I said pick up football. I'm picking up football thing. I don't know. Uh, not maybe. in Los Angeles, <laughs> maybe in Nebraska still, but uh, yeah, not in LA. I mean, there's when I lived in Florida, lived in a place called Plantation, and there was there was pickup football, but it was you know twelve to fourteen year olds. Yeah, they're gonna would, smoke you. We would try and kill each other. <laughs> yeah, uh, but we were only fourteen, so we couldn't inflict that much damage. Oh, I thought on you each meant other. you were playing against fourteen year olds. I was like, oh, not a no, good idea no, as, no, a, no, as a man no. who's approaching forty. Yeah, no, they're just no, gonna no, no. destroy you. It's gonna, be, it's gonna fuck up your ego. <laughs> no, I can oh, still take a fourteen year old. You can fuck up a fourteen year old. How many fourteen year olds do you think you can fuck up? Here, here we go. There we go. Is that where, no, on in, the court in, in football. I could, I, I no, still I mean could in, in basketball is what I'm talking about. And fourteen year olds yeah. in basketball, I could still take a fourteen year old. It's, it's the, it's the eighteen to twenty two range they that they're just destroying that testosterone. You. Yeah. Uh, I mean, thighs. it's just legs. They I mean, look like men. Pecs. Yeah. <laughs> For those of you listening, that sound was Greg licking his lips. I'm just saying, man. Violently. Violently. But he was staring into one of my eyes while it was happening, and it was really terrifying. It's like a, it's like a Cat Williams sketch going on over here. Oh, it was terrible. So uh, you settle into life with Kelsey. Yeah, settle into life with Kelsey, and uh, we've got two beautiful kids now, a uh, three-year-old son and a uh, one-year-old daughter, McCoy Lee Porter and Clover Ash Porter. Those are good names. So, yeah. Good, 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 good names. Yeah. So what's Huntington's disease? We uh, Huntington's disease is uh, it's a, it's a tough disease. It's a genetic disease. It's a degenerative uh, disorder. It's uh, basically part of your DNA um, has one. Well, a couple 20 too many times that it repeats uh, in a certain sequence. And uh, people who don't have Huntington's, they have like 20 repeats of this sequence. Uh, people who have Huntington's are 40 or higher. And depending on how high it goes is how early uh, Huntington's will, will, will set uh, or, or the onset will occur. Um, it's, it's kind of a, a combination of like Parkinson's and Alzheimer's and some say schizophrenia. It kind of attacks your whole body. You like break uh, down, right? Yes. Yeah. And we found out, uh, found out four years ago that my mother-in-law has it uh most likely her her mother who passed away early uh of a fall 
uh, in her forties, most likely had it. Um, some of my wife's aunts mm-hmm. and, uh, cousins and, uh, and Kelsey got tested and we found out that she also has it. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it was a tough day. It was, you know, but my wife is incredibly strong and, you know, I'll never forget. We were walking out to the parking garage after we found out and I was just erupting inside. I didn't know what to say, how to even. Yeah. And she just turned to me and she goes, it's a fucking coin flip, man. Let's go. And it was just, you know, it's, it's, it's a tough thing to learn. But my wife, when I met her, her whole motto was, uh, you can, I, you can smiling is a choice. I choose to do it every day. And that's still just how she approaches life. But she has Huntington's, and uh, uh, we are now a couple of years later after, you know, because we wanted to have kids right away. She wants to be a mother as long as she possibly can. Sure. And hopefully forever, you know, hopefully we can find a cure for this thing. And uh, so we, we did something called uh, uh, PGD IVF, which is uh, basically you, you are, are checking the genetics of the embryos before you, you have the baby to make sure that you're not passing this disease down. Gotcha. And basically what we are able to do by going through this process uh, is eliminate it from our kids' future. So Clover and McCoy will never have to worry about having it or passing it down. And, uh, you know, that's one way to eradicate Huntington's is by doing this process. But it's very expensive, and not everyone can do it. Of course. Um, but what we can do is, is, is try and raise money to try and find a cure. So the shirt I'm wearing, HDSA, is the Huntington's Disease Society of America. They run a lot of events all over this country. Uh, I'm involved in two of them this month. And uh, after we had the kids, my wife and I decided that we wanted to start actively discussing and talking about it and trying to raise awareness and trying to raise money uh, for the cause. You know, we wanted to have the kids first and... And then kind of attack it. Uh, this Saturday, uh, September 15th, we're doing a 5K walk in Griffith Park down in Los Angeles. And uh, you can join the team. If anybody lives in Los Angeles out there listening, you want to come walk with us, you can check out our team page. Kindoffunny.com slash team porter. Kindoffunny.com slash team porter. You can donate you can, there right now. You can yeah. donate after the fact if you're watching this later on YouTube yeah. or listening later. But uh, but yeah, I just ask that everybody stop by. Our whole story is written on the page. Uh and you can kind of read a little bit more about Huntington's disease and what it is. It affects, uh, there's 30,000 plus Americans who have been diagnosed with the disease. And there's, you know, over 300,000 at risk because there's just, it spreads through families like wildfire. And unless you get tested, you won't know if you have it. And if you don't get tested, then it's easy to pass it down. So, uh, we're looking for a cure now, a way to stop it, a way to halt it in its tracks. And then the following week, uh, we're doing something called uh, Freeze HD. It's a big gala down in Los Angeles. Uh, and you guys can check that out on the HDSA website as well. Uh, it's called HD Freeze. And uh, that's like we're doing some really cool giveaways, like a set visit to Lucifer or a big vacation. Or I'm sorry, the Tom. No, wait, that's the Tom Welling show. Tom Lucifer. Ellis. And Tom Welling was on it last season. Yeah. yeah. He's not there anymore. Well, you just lost uh, he my played, donation. He sir. played. He played Kane. <laughs> He played Kane. I don't know. He might make a guest appearance, but it shoots at Warner Brothers, so you get to go on the Warner Brothers lot. You get to visit, you know, see all the cool stuff that the Warner Brothers movie lot has, and then you get to go on a real set and hang out with everybody. And uh, I think I'm going to get a pair of these bad boys. Here we go. Uh, the uh, 
the Xbox Jordan 1's friends and family. There's only 150 of them ever made, and I think we're going to get a pair to to uh, auction off uh, for that event as well. So Tim follow me. Yeah. So bad. <laughs> follow me at, at, at Scott Porter on Twitter, and I'll have further updates for both of those events. And uh, thank you guys for letting me even speak about it. Thank you, everybody out there, for for hopefully not fast-forwarding this section of the oh, no, show. And, uh, and if anybody has the time or or the the means and donates i just say thank you in advance uh it means a lot to us and it means a lot to uh other americans out there as well no i'm i'm i was telling you earlier off camera when we were talking about it i was happy to see you talking about it and you guys getting out there being being a face for it because that was the thing i was telling you right you knew it right as soon as i started stumbling through it there was a documentary i watched about this where another actress went yeah. through this Do, who was it again uh mariana um uh, Polka. She's on Glow. She plays the, the on Viking Glow. Yeah. on Glow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she did a, a, a documentary. She found out that her father had it. And what is the name? Now I'm blanking on the and the lion's mouth roars or something along yeah, those lines. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Uh, it was a Sundance. It's a it's a shorter form documentary. I think it's about a half hour long. And it's about her journey what of discovering what Huntington's is and then discovering whether or not she has it and uh it's a really really um important uh documentary to watch well that was the thing for me like i had heard of it obviously right. uh but i didn't know much about it and then watching it and learning what it is right that's when you're like oh my gosh like this is so much worse than i uh, what i would have thought or when you read right. it on paper and then to see like her journey up until that moment of finding out if she has it or doesn't have it like yeah. up until now like people's biggest and only like brush with it is probably on house olivia wilde's character uh passed away from it on on the show house if anybody ever watched house out there religiously that's what olivia wilde's character ended up uh, passing away from and that was you know people are like oh that's what she had because it just there's so many symptoms mm -hmm. sure there's mm -hmm. so many things that because it, it basically is your dna spinning toxin into your body um, but we're close. They're getting close on on these things that on these drugs that can help neutralize that toxin that can actually revert, you know, and, and, and pull some of that stuff out of your body. And and they've seen a lot of really, really impressive recovery and stuff like that. So it's you know, we're we're getting there, but we need that bit more to get us over the edge. And I think that was what really kind of made sense to Kelsey and I as well is we, we wanted to focus on the family. We wanted sure. to have our kids. Sure. We wanted to make sure they were safe and we wanted to make sure that they were free of this and, uh, we would eradicate it in our family line going forward. But, uh, then we realized just how close we were and, and how little we had heard about it since she was diagnosed with it. Yeah. Um, but we know that once we start talking about it, it's going to, become a focal point i think for some events and stuff like that and i think we had to process and make sure that we were ready uh to really be kind of front and center on all of it and uh my wife she's just um she's just the strongest person i know and she's so incredibly uh uplifting and brilliant and you know, I'm I'm so glad that she made the decision to talk about it because she's going to be such such a brilliant example of of um 
positivity yeah in the face of this like i i've only had the pleasure of meeting your wife once at that uh brunch stone took us all to yeah and i mean we all walked away like who was that that person (laughs) was amazing started following our instagram right away you know what i mean keep up with the kids see what's going on but she's so nice and she's so amazing she's so warm and caring yeah and it's just you know to to know that we could we could lose those elements of her sure quickly you know if if this thing decided to rear its head uglier than you know, we're hoping it would. So, and that's the thing about this, right? There's no, not every case is like everybody else's case. Like you're talking about yeah. your mother-in-law having it, but that her, so that obviously there's years on her in between her and Kelsey, but Kelsey's could go faster, slower, not at all. Yeah. I mean, they say, so the, the number of times that it repeats, it's the CAG, you know, we have different letters of, you know, sequencing in sure. our DNA, CAG, the CAG repeat. And they say, you know, like I said, anybody with less than 20 doesn't have it. There's nobody 0.0% between 20 and 40. Somehow, it just wow. du- duplicated itself, basically, at its highest level. And then, you know, so 40 and above has it. So the lower number of repeats you have, they say the later in life it'll okay. uh, start to affect you. But, you know, so like 120 repeats would be like childhood onset Huntington's okay. disease. Um, and fortunately, you know, Kelsey's pretty low in that spectrum, but still... <laughs> Case by case, person by person, right. it differs. So who knows? When it started to affect her mother uh, and when it starts to affect her, it could be years difference, a decade difference, easy. And uh, and you won't really know it at first, you know? And then you'll turn around and be like, you know, you know, before you know it, you're saying, my mom was such a different person mm. a decade mm. or two ago. And now she's completely different. And now people who meet her think, that she's this way, but she's not. And, you know, it's kind of that interesting situation where you're kind of mourning somebody uh, who they were before. Mm. And that's that's what Huntington's, just like Alzheimer's, dementia, uh, it takes people from you before it actually takes someone from you. And we're trying to make sure that no one gets taken anymore. So, like I said, stop by, check it out, read the story, read into the disease and, and help spread the word. That's that's probably the biggest thing is is to try and raise awareness. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for letting me talk about it. No, thank you for doing it. Like I said, thank you for getting out there. I, I think it's something you talked about, you know, on, on uh, Games Daily, or maybe it was the morning show. I was there with you. You called it, like, boutique, right? Like, it's it's such it's a small batch disease. It doesn't get the headlines so many others does because it's not affecting that many people. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, it's exactly what you're talking about, right? Like, it's everyone, I feel, has some kind of touch with dementia, whether it be Alzheimer's, whether it be Huntington's, whether it be somebody somewhere along that friend group, family, whatever, you know somebody who's lost that person and, like you're saying, lost that person when they were still here, which is Mm -hmm. the hardest about it, right? Yeah, and, yeah, they call them boutique diseases. There's a number of them, Um, but genetic diseases, you know, what we figured out with Huntington's, the fortunate thing that we figured out with Huntington's is what causes it. Where it comes from, we know. We know where it comes from, and it's easier to solve a problem you know the answer for, right? Alzheimer's and dementia, we're still trying to figure out what is causing it. Where is this coming from? Even cancer, to an extent. Why? What, What is really at the core of this? Well, with Huntington's, we know really at the core of it, it's the DNA. It's amazing that it seems like the, it is close to a cure and that the, that there is a actual path to be able to figure out the equation to, to solve the things. I mean, like that's so reassuring in yeah. a way. You know? Yeah, I wouldn't say we're, we're close. I mean, I think we are. But knowing, knowing where it starts helps. Yeah. Just having that one extra piece of the equation. People are looking in helps. the right place. Yes. 
Um, but again, yeah, no, it doesn't get a ton of attention. And the scariest thing about Huntington's is we don't really know how many people do have it. It's rare. My mother-in-law went through years of testing medically to figure out things were changing, what's going on, what exactly her wrist kind of started to shake a little bit. And, and it was this thing of what's causing this, what's causing this, what's causing And then finally a neurologist after years of talking to different doctors about it was like, oh, this is textbook, this. But they had to get to the one doctor who had mm. experienced it before. Mm -hmm. And that's why we say, you know, 30,000 people are diagnosed with it in the United States. 300,000 plus are at risk. They don't know that somebody in their family has it. And that's just, that's just at risk extrapolated from the people that know that they have it and think, thinking about their family, the number, right. numbers of people in their family. And then, of course, with Huntington's, it becomes a whole issue of, well, then nobody wants to insure you. If anybody in your family has Huntington's, nobody, long-term care, mm, nope. Mm. Life insurance, nope. Like all of these things. So people are out there not prepared, not getting certain, you know, like things that you need in your life uh, until it's too late. So it, the scariest thing about it is we don't know how many people. I mean, we could easily reach half a million like that if we tested everyone. I mean, it could be half a million, maybe more. So... Uh, that's the, that's the real scariest thing about this. So it's important to, to, to try and figure it out when the numbers are still relatively small, I guess. I have a stupid question for you, but as we introduce, there this, are no this stupid summit, questions, only stupid people. I don't think I'm one of them on this, but I want to make sure <laughs> the three examples we've talked about all female it's it. Males can be affected too. You're not just a carrier. Or males something. and females. Okay, uh, Marianne Apolka. Her her father is the one that. Oh had right, it you did mention that in the I documentary. Um, that yeah, it's called the um, the lion's mouth opens. The lion's mouth, mouth opens. opens. Right. So Thank you. Yeah, I think I watched that on HBO right. a long time ago. Yeah, and it's it's, it's available it. streaming as well. You can yeah. you can find it. And uh, you know, great people are on the the host committee: Bryce Dallas Howard, myself, Jason Ritter, Jamie King, um, Simon Helberg from Big Bang Theory, uh, Marianne Apolka as well. Um, you know, we've got a good group of people trying to champion for the cause as far as the LA thing, but, uh, sure. but we need voices all over America to talk about it. So anyway, all right. You want to get back to Mountain Dew and stuff? Yeah, let's get back Sorry, to TinyFunny.com slash Team Porter. <laughs> you can donate, you can walk, you can read the story. Obviously fundraising goes long beyond just this one thing. Nick? Yes. Give me something about soda. Give me something stupid. Give me something goofy. For my topic? No, just give me something in between right now. Uh -huh. Give me something. Oh, that hurt. What, I'm Nick? Right <laughs> no. Do you need us to get you an ice pack? No, I'm fine. I had one on earlier. I'm just going to go. I'm going to go home tonight and lay down. You just getting into an ice bath? <laughs> yeah. No, not an ice bath. I'm just going to. I have. I, I bought a uh, one of those like shoulder mounted ice pack things. Oh, sure. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah those things are cool looking. I'm going to do that. Don't let him laugh you like that. Oh. Cool. Can I have more water too, Cooper? Cool, Thank you, Cool Greg. Ooh. Taking care of us, Cool Greg. He's a good kid. He is a good yeah. kid. Cool Greg. Oh, no. Here we go. He just has a cool walk. Can you fill that bad boy with some ice and some DC? Love it. Boom. What's DC? Diet Coke. Diet Coke, Diet Coke man. Damn Diet it. Coke. I'm sorry. I didn't know. I thought <laughs> decaf coffee? No. I thought maybe we went no. to decaf coffee. Decaf coffee. Kevin, God, you have something no. from the pit? Yeah. After next week, will that website that we're linking to still be up? Yeah. Active for, for fundraising, yes. Okay, I do believe great. so. Cool. Just yeah. making sure. Here's my question, Nick. Do yeah. you like taking baths, period? I love taking baths. Really? Yeah. I can't do it. The girls really? Human like soup? You're, you're yeah. the hum human, human soup, soup guy. Yeah, yeah. My wife takes three baths a day. 
Living the life, dude. What's she doing with the kids? Putting them in their kennels? It's when they, they, it's when they nap or sleep. Okay. Okay. See, we, we used a uh, pro tip for anyone any, anyone expecting anyone uh, going to have kids soon. There's a book called Cherish the First Six Weeks. It's all about putting your kid on a schedule. Now, it might sound like you're like, what? Are they a fucking itinerary? Like, what is it? No, it's they crave working. it. They don't understand. They don't know when they're hungry until they're hungry. And that's why they scream at you, right? So you try and figure out the pattern. They eat every two and a half hours. They sleep every two and a half hours, you know, yeah. and then they, they have like 15 minutes of playtime at first. It helps their development, you know, as much sleep as possible is actually the best thing for babies, right? I've been so saying get that them years. sleeping early, man. Mm-hmm. Babies. So too. we use babies. this book. Not 30 year old men. <laughs> Both our kids were sleeping probably eight hours, 10 hours overnight by the time they were three weeks old. And then from the time they were four months old and on, both of our kids have slept 12 to 13 hours a night. Lord, that's awesome. They also take naps during the day. Now, we did we did put foil on my son's window. Well, I say we loosely. I came home. I think I told you this earlier. I see like these little foil balls in an empty foil box wrapper. And I'm like, what the fuck? I go into my son's room and she's up there. With the painter's tape and foil, foiling like Gene Hackman from Enemy of the State, Great just film. fucking good reference. <laughs> just putting foil on my son's windows, and she turns to me and she goes, "Yeah, we're those people now because my son will not sleep in any any type of light." Yeah, so that's yeah, the yeah. only uh, thing. So that's not that's. I mean, that's just like biological, though, right? That's yeah. not like crazy. That's no, actually like. No, like yeah. I wish I could do that sometimes because I will wake up. Sometimes my body wakes. Like I'll wake up at seven in the morning. Right as the light starts to kind of seep through, because I have mini blinds, and I wish I had blackout curtains. Yeah, I sleep so much better in the morning time in hotels if they have the gigantic. Oh sure, curtains. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I just I can't do it. Like, if I ever like when I buy a place, I will have like thick, deep blackout curtains. Yeah, just deep. You have that now. Yeah, and I'm like, I, I've had the conversation where I'm like, we could do this, but we just or, don't want to do anything to our apartment. Or just go to Home Depot. Black paint. And no, the they have like eight dollar uh, blackout yeah. paper blackout curtains, basically. Yeah. And if you've got curtains anyway, just like and you don't mind them looking like, and you can they're accordion, so you okay. can fold them up and down. It's like eight bucks, and you can just try out the blackout stuff and see if like you're really into it. That's that's what we ended up going with after the foil <laughs> in my son's room. Smart, uh, but he I, I need I need them to nap though because if they don't nap during the day, I don't play video games. Mm. Yeah, that's, and that's yeah, a problem. That. So that's gonna, yeah, that's gotta, gotta go to work. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, you're on deck for your topic. Okay. But before then, I'm gonna tell you this episode of the Game Over Greggy Show is brought to you by DC Universe. That's right, Tim. We, we, we did it. it. We, we did, did it. it. If you didn't know, everybody, I love DC Comics, and they have a new thing called DC Universe. It's the ultimate DC membership. It's created just for fans like me. Man, I want to hum the Justice League theme so Go bad. for like, it. Bum, 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 bum. Do like bum, the slow walk. You know the slow walk? Justice League. They don't say that. Bum, no, bum. They don't. I add it because oh, it, needs, okay. it needs a vocal. Uh, if you haven't been paying attention, DC Universe is the new DC Comics dun, 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 dun. web portal app. Everything else that gets dun, dun, dun. all the DC content together. Dun, dun. You get the comics reader that has to be. It has to be seen to be believed. It works with big screen TVs and change the way you read comics. Uh, it has a thoughtfully curated, regularly refreshed library of digital comics. That's 2,500 moderns and classic titles. You get exclusive shows, of course, like the live action Titans premiering this fall. You've seen it. Robin's in it. Robin is in it. This is not a drill. Bum, 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 bum. Okay, thank you. Young Justice, Outsiders, Doom Patrol, Swamp Thing, Stargirl, and Harley Quinn are coming in 2019. New episodes available weekly, so there's always something to look forward to. Plus, it's filled with exclusive merch. Members only shop uh, with collectibles, posters, t-shirts, 
and more. Uh, you can chat with other DC fans, and it's available on your favorite devices, iOS and Android, Roku, Apple TV, Fire TV, Android TV, and Google Chromecast. Uh, for Right now, you can join for $7.99 a month, or better yet, grab an annual membership, just like I did, for real, $74.99, and save 20%. Uh, feel what it's like to have the entire universe of the revolve around you. Join today at dcuniverse.com. That's right, dcuniverse.com. It happened, everybody. Boom. Bum, DC bum, finally paying us to talk season about. season two out yet? Season three? What is it? Which one is it? Outsiders, the, like, the new, the the new thing? No, it is not out yet. Oh, it's it's going to be on the app, or it's going to be in DC Universe. I'm for that. that. That's one of the best uh, cartoon series that's ever Heck, been yes, on is. TV. Yes, it is. It's very, very good. Nolan North is Superboy. Are you kidding me? One of, one, the best story. Superboy. One, yeah. You know what I mean? No, you no, and no. I are both Superboys. We've both been no, Superboys. No, no. We've both played no. Superboy. Nolan, no, well, Nolan okay. Is, okay. is better. He's, he's well, better than everyone I, I, generally, I, I, period. That's true, too. That's true I've as well. met Nolan. He's, yeah? he's just okay. No, not as a person. Not as a person. <laughs> as a person, garbage. Just garbage. <laughs> I, didn't t- I didn't tell you yet. You yeah. might, if you look ahead on the calendar, you'll see a day we're holding for retro replay. Troy and Nolan coming through. Well, that's fantastic. And they want to take over the morning show. Uh, you don't, you don't even get to be on it. It's just retro replay. <laughs> that's, that's the kind the of best kind show. of show yeah, yeah. for me is you that one I don't have to do. Boo. Yeah, well, you know, you, you should come to work more often. Weddings, man. Not my problem. Nick. Yeah. What's your topic? Guilty well? pleasures. <laughs> what do you, what do you, when you, when you want to, like, you're, you know, you had a hard day. You don't want to learn anymore. You don't want to be productive anymore. Sure, sure. You just want to sit and you want to zone out. What do you do? What's your go-to guilty pleasure? Like, I've worked really hard this week. What's it going to be? That's my question to you guys. What are you thinking, What Tim? are you indulging? Tim's doing something over there. He's no, doing no, no, no. I don't, got, I don't have a fun answer. It really LED is sleep. Is it it sleep? really is okay. sleep. <laughs> like, what did you do today? You had an early morning thing, and then you went back home, and what happened? I had to sleep. You just went to sleep. You, right, right. <laughs> you woke up earlier than usual, so you had to go home and catch up on sleep before coming to work. Yeah, dude. Smart. Well, I was up really late last night, so it's not my fault. How late's really late? Like four. Yeah, that's what, pretty late. Why were you up that late? Stuff. Figuring stuff out. You know what I mean? Okay. Did, did you say he traffic? forgot to pack his underwear? What's up? Did you I say did traffic? Say traffic? It sounded like traffic. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I mean, stuff sounded like traffic. No, I had to prepare for the London flight. So gotcha. I had to get like a lot of files and stuff order. Done. Yep. And stuff. A lot of filing or a lot of files and stuff. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So sure. you want to know what I do when I zone out, or what my guilty pleasure what, food is, or all of the above? anything? Guilty pleasure movie, game, food. Guilty, what, what guilty is, what pleasure are the things game. That you, when you're doing, you're like, I don't want anyone necessarily to, to know that oh. I'm doing this. Mm, that's not right. But I'm, oh, is that how it works? Well, no. I mean, whatever. What, what's your, uh, what's your you go-to? said this, and I said guilty pleasure. Something sure. I talked about on the kind of funny games cast recently, yeah. where I was robbed uh, from winning uh, mobile gamer bullshit. Uh, Beat fair and square. I heard. I, you know, I've heard it both ways. Champ, uh, by the way, champ is champ. Champ is now here. This is what. This oh is my god, really? Yeah. But you guys hate each other. You yes, don't agree sir. on anything. <laughs> no, no, no. The best you, don't, you don't have to agree on things to respect game. Mm-hmm. Oh, Damn. So game this. respect game. Uh, when I go home and I want to zone out and play a game, it's luminous. Luminous. Yeah, okay. remember Luminous just dropped again on PlayStation Four, the remastered version. It was, you know, it had been on Vita, it had been on PS3, people it had been like, PSP. Uh, who maybe don't know what Luminous is. What like is you? Luminous? Is that you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 it's a puzzle game. Is it like uh, Tetris? It's no. kind of like Tetris. Okay. It's kind of like Tetris. Squares fall that are made up of four little squares. Yeah. And all of those squares have colors. Either what they they have one of two colors, and then you have to match them into matching all f- a square of four Got blocks it. of the same color. Got it. How easy is the achievements on this It is game? not, but well, I, I am... Uh, not worth my time. That's what I've been doing as I'm chipping away <laughs> oh at my, my platinum. I'm, I'm moving Got out it. there. I have all the Vita trophies, of course, but like this is a new ball of wax here on the PlayStation yeah. 4. And they put some tough ones in there, I'll let you know. A lot of things that are... This is a different topic. But what it is lately has been that, yes, I... 
I have every brand new video game at my fingertips. Yeah. You know what I mean? We came back from PAX, and I'd already platinumed uh, uh, Spider-Man, and it's literally your, the situation you just did. I started Tomb Raider, played for an hour and a half, and was very much like, I am not in the frame of mind. I'm fried right, right now, so what do I need to do? Oh, I'll pop Luminescent, and like three hours later, because you just zone out, and just it's the simplest thing of just make these blocks, right? It's, it's difficult, but make these blocks and just focus on that. And there's no story to keep up with. It's just about beating your own score, going as long as you can, doing all this stuff. And it's to the point now, Jen, uh, when Luminous dropped this remaster, Jen wasn't super familiar with it. And now I have to play it on mute because she hates the music of Luminous mm. so much. And Luminous, a, b- a big part is the beats, but the beats are very... Redundant. EDM and yeah, weird, like yeah, you know like what I mean. So it's, she's just like, it was. I think it was uh, l- late last week where I put it on, and she's just like, "Oh my god, no!" And I'm like, "I can mute it." She's like, "Oh really?" I'm like, "Yeah, just mute it." And I just twirl these stupid blocks all the time and drop them. <laughs> but like once I got the taste, I, I was back in, and I can't mm-hmm. stop. And it's now detracting from the other new games I mm-hmm. should be doing, the other things I should be doing. But it's weird because you, and that and that's I guess kind of the heart and that's of the point where the guilt like, comes in. You're right because you say you should be doing that. Obviously, you're in a different spot than a lot of people out there. Your job necessitates you kind of being at the speed on what's going sure. on. But then, do you also feel like at some level when you put the games on, even though they're fun, like a Tomb Raider game, mm-hmm. that it's work? Do you feel that? Sure, certain to an extent. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it depends on the game, right? Like, that was the thing. Uh, we've covered this on Games Daily. This is pre-London of, like, I didn't... I Tomb Raider started, and it was like, oh, man, I love Tomb Raiders. I'm looking forward to this Tomb Raider. And then I started playing it, and I was running into a lot of technical things that have now been day one patched. But even beyond that, I still... I played a little bit of it last night, not enough to get back on my soapbox and talk about it. It's still not up to standard of what Tomb Raider and Rise of the Tomb Raider was, technically. Not a bad thing, but I am playing it, and it's like... Uh, how much more do I want to play of this? Right. Like, you know what I mean? It's not hitting on the any of the notes the last two were, but I still want to be able to say something on Gamescast mm-hmm. eventually about it. And uh, all right, whatever. But then it is the thing of like I've played enough, and now I'm gonna go play Luminous for some reason. Right. Get back out and do that. Yeah, Scott. A uh, couple things, I guess. Uh, like to, I, I don't watch a lot of reality television. I don't think that Survivor is a guilty pleasure. I think Survivor is one of the greatest television shows ever created and still is to this day. Okay. Uh, but Are you saying my that wife because and I you will, put together an all star team for your city league in Survivor competition? <laughs> and that you are the most competitive yeah. person I've ever met in my life. I mean, uh, well, it was really cool. I got to go down and do their EPK. I was on a show called Scorpion for two years. Okay. And, uh, CBS wanted to do a crossover with an actor from one of their shows. And I'm highly, highly interactive with Survivor on Twitter. And they were like, this is perfect. <laughs> they paid me, flew me to Fiji. Oh, my God. And I did their all-star uh, because I knew all the returning players. I love it. I did the EPK and then interviewed Jeff Probst. What's I'm interviewing EPK? Probst. Uh, electronic electronic press, press, kit. press kit. Yeah. Ah, and... Uh, yeah, I guess I should have Asset said that for it. Yeah, so sorry. Nick, and then they use the like a bunch of those little like term. snippets of me interviewing the survivors, like on YouTube or whatever. And it was, but it was, I got to sleep on a survivor beach. I got That's to run awesome. three challenges: one, one individual immunity, and two team immunity challenges. And let me tell you, on a full stomach and a full night's sleep, carrying a three hundred and fifty pound snake through ten feet of water and then up onto a beach with six other people is still the hardest thing I've ever done. And that's on a full belly and a full night's sleep. The stuff they do out there is no joke. And why I love Survivor is because at the end of the day, you could watch Big Brother. I hate Big Brother. Whatever. You can watch these shows and people can put on an act 
and be like a bit of a character. Yeah. And stream, you know, like a lot of times streamers can do the same thing. You know, they have they have a you know a character they do like hamming up for the camera. Yeah. Sure. But when you're starving and you're getting eaten by bugs, you're not sleeping at night. Who you really are comes out, mm-hmm. and so we really do see a group of strangers who might not have a ton in common just trying to survive together. And I think there's something very interesting about that. But that's not my guilty pleasure. As far as reality television goes, there's a there's a show called Below Deck. Yes! Oh, yes, sir. Yeah. Nick's. <laughs> we finally found common ground. <laughs> and Below Deck Med. Mediterranean. Below Mediterranean. Deck Med just finished. Captain Sandy is my jam. Let's Adam, just put it that Adam way. the chef is my... Oh, he's, he's, why do you put onions in the soup? They didn't want the onions. That was I last love season. This I love, season I love that there's a okay, chef okay. who makes his living cooking for pretentious people and decided, you know what? <laughs> like the kitchen from Downton Abbey, I'm just going to revolt today. Uh, and he just put onions in the soup. That guy is terrible. The guy, he's like, the guy who's like, terrible. no onions. He's a terrible person. He just, whatever. But this, this season, Adam, he was Stepped like the up. moral center of the ship. Anyway, so below deck, below deck med. And as far as games go... You know, whatever. I play a lot of Destiny. I don't think it's a guilty pleasure, but I know last year it was it was a tough ride. So a lot of people would yeah. be like, "Dude, you're still on that Destiny." I would okay, get a lot of that. But my my game is a Disney emoji. Okay, so here's the on, thing on my phone. I was, I was about to say Disney the emoji blitz. blitz. Yes. yes. Are you aware you you're that? at the table with the stars of the commercial for we were Disney, in emoji a Disney emoji blitz, blitz commercial? I've oh, never yeah. even seen a commercial for Kevin Disney Kim emoji blitz. Kevin Disney emoji it's blitz true. commercial. The no blitz fucking champion. way. Oh my yeah. god, I was addicted to this thing. For so long, we, I got yeah, Kevin we, addicted. I got my girlfriend Gia addicted. It was too much. We had to we like were, force yeah, we worked stop. with the Disney Emoji Blitz people, <laughs> we had to force uh, and they hired us to do uh, a small campaign for them. And I had not played the game, Tim and I. I don't think you'd played the game when we booked the stuff. And then we're like, oh, let's familiarize ourselves with it. And you went down a rabbit hole, dude. And, and it, it was, was a bad. Dark time. It was really bad. Was where I was just time. straight addicted for about three months, and then yeah. I straight up cut myself off. I deleted the app, and I was fine. It my got, girlfriend's been playing for a year. She deleted the app last week. Oh, it got so, so bad that at one point I saw Tim smiling to himself, and I was like, "I was oh like, God. Tim, what, uh, what are you laughing at?" And he's like, "Well, yesterday, and correct me, I forget <laughs> how the story went. But you're like, yesterday, Gia thought she got a better score than me, and ah! then last night it when she ruin. went to bed, she's got like, I, and I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute, are you laughing because at some point today Gia's gonna realize that you got a higher score and she's gonna hate you for it? And yeah. Tim was like, "Yep, that's what's and it was happening." So satisfying. My my wife is the one that finds the mobile games first and then I'll start playing the mobile games and then I'll be better than her at the mobile yeah. games and then she'll quit playing the mobile exactly. game. And I feel so bad about it. But it's like we we're laying there good in bed. About it. Well, yeah. no, I know like, you slayed another dragon. Well, no, like Competition we're laying there in bed. We're laying there in bed, and she's like, she's trying to do this one challenge. I'm like, why aren't you using Sebastian? And then she's <laughs> like, shut the fuck up, Scott. And shuts her phone off and is like, she quits. You know, it's she's like, not competition. See, I'm like, the, the you me, married me. She yeah. wouldn't, she she wouldn't quit. The score. <laughs> she wouldn't quit. She it would just yet. cause. She is not the, like, that. honestly, Disney Emoji Blitz is the cause of some of the most consistent fights in our relationship <laughs> over time. And I had to stop. I had to just fucking stop because yeah. she didn't want to hear my shit. And she hated when I had higher scores than her. And I'm oh, like, yeah. get good. And you can't help it. Because, get good. Look at your plan right uh, now. Today, today the Nemo to characters are in the diamond boxes. Yeah, <laughs> the, man, the, the event challenges that she would go through. It's like, oh, yeah. I would lose her. I got to, the Swedish chef review, last week. Every they, week, we'd have to pause the episode every 20 minutes so she can fucking get the event of the day. Yep. They, br- they brought the Swedish chef in last week. <laughs> and you had to do a food fight. So food fight challenges where you <laughs> fight <laughs> other people now. It's PVP, mm-hmm. Disney Emoji Blitz. It's getting real. Oh, I cr- I crush. 
<laughs> I crush. I and love I, it. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, my guilty. Team. Yeah, below deck. <laughs> uh, emoji blitz. I have been trying yeah. to get Tim and Gia because I feel like you guys would love below deck. Yeah. I didn't realize you were much. on the below deck train. I wasn't until that trip. I just took to Chicago. Really? Where it was that mm. thing of uh, Jen and I came downstairs uh, to work and Mom already had the TV on oh. and it was on. It, my was mom, it below deck or below deck met? M- d- below deck. So you met. got to see Hannah when Hannah. You probably came in right as Hannah I, was having a meltdown. I'll, I can, can you just let me talk? I'll, I'll talk. You My know apologies. I mean? You know what I mean? Where mom was running around rest. doing things, but she she just likes the noise on in the background. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so she had it on there. We sat down in front of it, and it was that thing of like, what's the show? Oh, I've heard of it. Okay. Wait, these two guys, it must have been last season, like you said. Wait, these two guys are both into this blonde girl, but she's playing them against each other. Okay, whatever. Oh, and then it was, but it was Adam. the thing. It was the. I didn't see last season. It was, it was last season, season with Adam and the, the onions. And it just kept. And then it was like by seven hours later, we've been doing emails and all stuff. And I'm just like totally enraptured of like, well, I got it. The, the premiere is tonight, mom. We got to see what happens to these people. It's it's so it's such a fun show because obviously very produced. Like you were talking about the the, the guy that didn't like the onions. Obviously, they're cast. They're they're brought in. Maybe they're real people. Maybe this is what they really do. But they're brought in for their kind of outlandish yeah, yeah, personalities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've seen that. Like I watched, I think whatever the first or second season was with the other captain, Captain Lee. Captain Lee. Now I'm not allowed the to watch that season anymore because the stud of the sea. Baby. The stud of the sea. My wife captain doesn't Lee. like Captain Lee, but loves Captain Sandy. So I get to watch Below Deck Med. We do not currently DVR uh, the original Below Deck, but we're getting there because the next season looks good. Next the next season, season looks real good with Tahiti. Tahiti. Looking good, yeah. Uh, not crazy about the cast, but we'll see. There's no Hannah, but they got the other blonde on the other show. Oh, it's that's Kate. The, the Kate is Kate Kate's is the a, yeah. No. Kate's a badass. Um, but yeah, what I like is that uh, my wife obviously loves to travel, uh, and she takes me on all these crazy adventures, and I travel with her for for you know we've done that basically every year of our life. But she loves to describe to me like she's like you just don't get what it's like to be young because she lived in abroad when she was in her twenties and she's like you don't get what it's like to be young and like you meet someone and I'm like hard stop right there. How long is it not? How go. long has it been since you were young? How long has it been since all of us were young? No, just, no, just you. you. <laughs> just, just yeah. Twenty years. <laughs> but no, it's it's super fun to watch these these people and they're like in the you know in the early. What's that 20s. thing where it's like it's just exactly it's and they, all they want to do is fuck each other they're and they're bouncing around and, and like, they, the, like Hannah and the and the twenty three year old boys. She's like, oh, I can't believe I'm dating someone so young, but she's only thirty. And like they go out on break and they're whispering to each other and smoking cigarettes. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. Oh, like you're in the you're in the the warm weather of Capri and it's nighttime and you're they're, on a boat. The you're smoking that cigarettes. You're gonna go fuck each other's brains Hannah's out. Hannah's the hot. Australian who's like in charge. Yeah. The, she's like right underneath so captain. I, there was hot. the one where she hit it off with one of the guys Conrad. and smooched him in his room. And no, then, no, no, the hockey player, a guest. Oh, that yeah, was last season. Guest. Last yeah, season. Last season. Yeah. And then they found the iPad with all the messages and they all dug yeah. through her messages. She goes in the room guy. and you hear her say, "Oh, Jason." <laughs> uh, the end of the end of this season got nasty, and evidently she's been hooking. She had been hooking up with Conrad. Uh, throughout the entire season, Conrad, very good-looking, twenty-three-year-old British boy, yeah. but oh, very, but oh, younger. I, I saw this. I saw this. They had been hooking up, and you—they don't tell you what they do because they don't—they don't go as graphic as to like show them. Remember the real world? They always pull oh, the yeah, blanket yeah, up, yeah, and they're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, "Okay, yeah. they're fucking right now." So we didn't know that. But Conrad and her had broken up. They both got a little drunk. She finds him on the ship in the last episode. He's trying to hide from. He's her. trying to hide from her because they had this horrible. They had this horrible breakup, and she walks in, and she's like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, you got to go. You're like, I don't want to talk to you. Like, we're done or whatever. And she goes, you mean to tell me you've gotten six weeks without sex or a blowjob and you're kicking me out of this cabin right now. And then it goes silent for a second. 
he turns just, off and light. then it like it, no, and then <laughs> she says and then she says take off my pants take off my <laughs> pants and then they cut back to it and you just hear I mean, you Hell hear yeah. it all. You Let's hear go, it all. Baby. There is wetness and smooching <laughs> but, and all that stuff. But this is, why, is smooching. this is why I love Adam, though, the chef. Like, the chef at this point, he's like Staying 32. He's like 32. He's like the old soul on the boat. He's yeah. always, and he, like, he, he doesn't even go out drinking with them. He's always in his little hole cooking. <laughs> well, no, like, so they all get dressed up to go out to these fancy restaurants in Capri, and Adam just wears his same shit. He's his flannel he's shirt. Flannel. He's flannel. He's jeans. He's like oh, Jeff yeah, Ramsey. But the next morning, he's like, he's like, hey, what happened last night to come? Conrad. Conrad's like, uh, and he's like, she found you, didn't he? And he's like, uh, yeah, I was trying to sleep. And then she found me and he's like, that dragon will find you anywhere and calls her a dragon. And then, dragon. and then he's like, you know, she just came and she kicked the door down. She's like, boosh, yeah. <laughs> blowing fire. And they're like, man, but they're making fun of her in the crew galley and she's two doors down. Oh, it's just, that's the thing. It's like a dorm room with adults who are making thousands of dollars yeah. a week to like work on a yacht in the middle of rich people. It's just, it's amazing. My favorite one from the season I saw, and then we can get out of all this, was uh, the guy who was the tall day. drink of water, kind of looked like the Joker, had that smile, brown, dark hair. Uh, dark hair dude. I'm gonna tell you the story now. But he, he had matched with one of the guests girls on oh. Tinder like the night yeah. before or whatever, and then she got brought on the show. Disgustingly. What happened? I just burped up all my salad in my oh, mouth. Sorry. Nobody would have known if you didn't say anything. People that are watching was like, did he just throw up in the corner? Sorry, I apologize. <laughs> but then, like the guy who brought the woman, he brought this dude brought all these women on, and one of them met, yeah. and he got so bitter about it and angry after setting them up to like have a date or whatever. It's like, yeah. what are you fucking doing? Yeah, the guest on the boat was like, "You should do it. You should go out." So then he takes her out on the jet ski, and then the guest they goes smooch. to the captain and is like, "This is really unprofessional." And then like the guy gets in super Hannah duper trouble. Up with the guy or no? No, it was last season oh, when one of the other crew members, yeah, model yeah, you can't, guy. You can't be hooking up anyway. Yeah. Then they, then they, that's they a good guilty the, pleasure. That's yeah. a good guilty they pleasure. They have the one or two episodes, by the way, where they show the other crew that's not normally on camera, and it blows your mind. You're like, wait a minute, those other people? There's like an engineer on the boat as I'm well sure. that just didn't want to be a part of it. Yeah, yeah, It's hilarious. I'm sure there's all sorts of people on that boat. Well, people that are actually qualified to be like running a <laughs> running super an, yacht. a giant super <laughs> yeah. yacht. Yeah, it's those those people you don't hire to be on television. You hire them to keep people alive. Yeah, make sure the insurance. You don't have to cash in any insurance you have. Uh, my guilty pleasure is obviously no yeah, movies. I love old bad movies. I like to watch movies over and over again. It's comfort food for me. Uh, recently, I watched an old movie that is not a great movie, but it's very nostalgic for me. It's called The Adventures of Ford Fairlane, and it's Andrew S. Clay's one and only claimed like no. big movie that he made. He made a few other ones, but this was uh, a movie that I watched when I was a kid. And I was like, I really, really enjoyed it. And then I read. Clay's book, uh, his his autobiography, and he talks about yeah. He talks about how he was at the height of his career when they started making this movie. This is a movie that was produced by Joel Silver, uh, directed by Rennie Harlan. Like it was a big budget. Like this was gonna break him, and then the world just engulfed him. They just rioted against him, and was like, "We don't want any more Andrew Rice Clay." And they tanked the movie, and it was so. It's very interesting. I I've watched it now. Over the last few months, like a few times, just put it on. Yeah, yeah. And like I, it's always I just leave. I, I you know, I'll go to sleep, and it's like halfway through, and then I'll a month later pop in and put it back on. But I love that, so I love keeping movies like that just at my beck and call. Like the uh, Big Trouble Little China is another one of those movies where that is not a guilty pleasure. That is one of the greatest movies ever made. It is. It is oh, a guilty man. pleasure when you've watched it more than two or three times in a year. <laughs> and that, I mean, but I mean that's what I'm talking about. Like it's so. I don't even pay attention when it's on. I just put it on, or or I keep it on my queue and I don't even watch it. 
Like it when I when it was on my Netflix queue for so long, my wife's like, "Are you ever gonna watch that?" I'm like, "It's not about watching it. It's about having the it's about it's honoring being able, it, honoring it, yeah, yeah. to Give watch it, it. it. It's like a MySpace top eight. It's exactly I mean? right. Like when I want, and then of course the one day where I'm like, I'm having a hard day. You know, it would be great right now. Burrito and Big Trouble in Little China. And you go and it's it's, it's not off Netflix, Netflix anymore. Yeah, yeah. And you go, motherfucker. And then you're like, do I really want to pay five dollars? I'm not gonna pay five dollars for this. To rent this movie. My dad stole. Uh, pay-per-view cable when i was young when i was seven years old and the movies that were on pay-per-view it was uh big trouble in little china right commando mm-hmm. and, solid one two punch on that yeah, one yeah and so i watched those two movies so many times but i really maybe i watched commando like probably like 10 times i probably watched big trouble in little china a hundred times i was this little kid from nebraska I loved comic books and Dungeons and Dragons and rap music and Kung Fu. And that was like, it was everything. You had the magician, you know, like the, the magic users, yeah. you had the, the oh, martial yeah. artists, you had, I mean, it was just everything I ever wanted. And uh, then when I became Simpsons. a street buster at Universal Studios, <laughs> I found out my best friend, Buck Slim, he, uh, he and I have been... We we sang in an R&B group together. We ended up in Street Busters together. And Buck we, Slim and Big Stu should hang out sometime. Yeah, <laughs> that's my best friend, Big Stu. But we uh, we found out that all of the Street Busters loved Big Trouble in Little China that much. So we took our golf cart, spray painted it black and orange, <laughs> put a big uh, sticker on the front, Pork Chop Express. Yep. And we drove yeah. around the lot in a souped-up golf cart called the Pork Chop Express. Love and it. I'll be damned if we didn't watch that movie every single day in our break room. We had a dartboard, and you had to play from 25 feet and watch. And we watched Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> of course. That's from what we did. Feet. <laughs> a, lot. a dartboard from 25 really feet. Jesus. Oh, yeah. just, you're just asking to stab someone in the face accidentally by a dartboard. <laughs> no, the it, game's happening. It, this is the problem. when you get. So we had, there was five guys... Five, uh, there was four Ghostbusters in a Beetlejuice in mm-hmm. our show. Beetlejuice takes over the Ghostbusters, makes them sing and dance like, you know, ain't no mountain awesome. high enough or hit me baby one more time or I'm too sexy yeah. on the streets. I mean, on the, the steps the of the uh, New York really? Library and Universal Studios, Florida. And they gave five dudes this entire, like, it was basically like a portable, like, just out in the back lot, yeah. had you know two full bathrooms, had a kitchen, and this huge living space, this giant portable, and they just gave it to the five dudes in the Ghostbusters. So <laughs> yeah, we were playing darts from twenty five feet. I mean, there was other shit that went on in there. Of course, just five dudes. Just <laughs> we, had, well, we had a swing. We had one swing. So there's six of us. So yeah, we we do we do teams. We do challenges. What a fun thing that you did when you were young, though. That must have been a fun life. I'm still young, man. Not no, like know, you 20 you. years ago. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no, I just Wait, mean is like, that your bad shoulder? I'm no, sorry. No, no, well, Everything is bad. It's all bad. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't mean that. I mean just like, that's, like construction that's, paper. <laughs> yeah. Well, like how old were you when this was happening? Yeah, no, I was, yeah, I was like 22, that's 23. Awesome. so yeah. much fun. It and that's, was awesome. And that's uh, to my point of like the below deck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. so fun to watch these, these kids for all intents and purposes just have fun and be carefree and be in that time in their life. Going back to earlier conversation, we're talking about 25 just worried you just you owe it to yourself to have at least one carefree time in your life where you can go out there and do like have the gig that's fun it's five guys and you guys are you know you're just having a blast at Universal Studios and doing that I don't give a fuck about anything else probably like yeah. I don't know how much how many serious priorities you had there but you weren't worried about your fucking 401k probably no you know 
It's great. Yeah. We got paid to throw darts around, watch Big Trouble Little China. Occasionally, we, yeah, yeah, living time ball spent. Here's my final question for you before we wrap up this podcast. Were the Street Busters licensed Ghostbusters or were they knockoff Ghostbusters? We actually rode around the park on the Ecto-2. Oh, fuck you. The actual Ecto-2. Like they with you. they have a repairman who that. comes to Universal Studios to keep up all of the old, like the like the original Scooby Doo mobile, like from the, the van, the mystery, mystery machine, wagon, yeah. uh, uh, from uh, from Movies. like parades and stuff like that. They have that. They have that. you know they had the DeLorean. They have one of the original DeLoreans. Yeah. And so they've got this mechanic who comes in and like actually keeps all these old cars running. And Street so uh, what they look like. Can you Oh my god! I want to see. I want to see if we can find a, a picture. Put Scott of Porter <laughs> Universal Scott Studios Street Busters. I just um, want to know what the what they wore because I imagine you're wearing well, so, the Ghostbusters right. So we were but with jorts like or shorts. No, 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 no. Like we wore we wore it full on. So the there was a guy named Kennedy. He was the nerdy like. So we weren't the original Ghostbusters. Sure. Kennedy was like the nerdy one. He would wear an. Uh, uh, a red jumpsuit with glasses. Knock off you. There was a guy who would wear a backwards uh, New York Yankees baseball cap and an orange jumpsuit. Uh, and then there was Logan. I would wear. I, I was the cowboy. I'd wear a gray one and I with a cowboy hat. And uh, and there's the other guy who would wear who would wear green. He it's was Lord there. You go. Oh, oh my there go. Okay. There yeah. you go. So the guy with the this cowboy is. hat. Yeah, so look at that's this. Great. <laughs> yeah, this I love this 240p. Yeah, keep scrolling through because you might actually find me in some of these pictures. Is uh, that you right there? <laughs> nope, that's my buddy Steve DeLuca and you Tommy got a buddy Steve DeLuca and uh, and Blake and Keithis. That's a, a yeah. There's line. there's got to be one oh, here. You want to so see fun. something funny? Here, look up Pirates Dinner Adventure. <laughs> While you do that, I'm gonna start outroing the show. I'm gonna pee. But I want to see this so bad. So, Kevin, hurry Can up. you just hold it together? Because I don't even think... Do we have time for a post show? Because I don't think we do. Yeah, we got to yeah. go. Here, we got to go to the airport and go to London. We got to get fucking moving here. Like a Pirates Dinner Adventure... Uh, what do you uh, <laughs> You <laughs> can do it by yourself while we run to the airport. All right. Keep on scrolling down. Let's see. Find one with the guy with long blonde hair. Where, where is it? How do, how do we not... Here, type in Scott Porter Pirates Dinner Adventure. See what happens. I'm on a billboard in Orlando, Florida for to this a, day? a medieval <laughs> times themed dinner show. There it is on the left hand side. Oh, my God. All oh, the, yeah. Look at that's that. me. <laughs> that was me at 22 with the Nick Carter hair on the left hand side for Christina Pirates. Who are you hanging out with? No, <laughs> her name was Kim. Uh, I can't remember her last name, but her name was Kim. Yeah, we did Pirates Dinner Adventure Absolutely together. Good. Yeah. That's, that's uh, so fun. That happened. Go pee. All right. That if you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Game Over Greggy Show each and every week. Four, sometimes three. Best friends gather on this table, each bringing a random topic discussion for your amusement. If you like that, head over to patreon.com slash kindoffunny where you can get each and every episode early and just show your appreciation for the show. If you don't want to show appreciation and you just be a freeloader, no big deal. Every Friday, a new episode posts on youtube.com slash kindoffunny and on podcast services around the globe. I didn't have the papers ready. That's cool. You know what I mean? Boom. Scott, thank you for hanging out all day. Thank you. I was trying to find another embarrassing image of myself. I'll put my phone down now. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for uh, for having me, man. This no, was been fun. such an amazing day. This yeah, was awesome. It's so great to finally make this happen with you. Yeah, it's when you have kids, like you talk to your kids about a lot of fun stuff. And no shit, I had my son playing Destiny with me yesterday, like I said. Yeah. And he, he loves all the nerdy stuff I love. But great. I like being somewhere like this and talking to, to people, yes, that get me. 
Yeah. That get, like even my wife here. doesn't always Having get Having these me. adult conversations yeah. about Mountain Dew. <laughs> uh, if you want to support man. Scott, please, kindoffunny.com slash Team Porter. You can donate to his cause right there. Of course, follow him on Twitter, Scott Porter. Uh, yep. Yeah. At Scott Porter on Twitter, at Skittish Kid on Instagram. S-K-I-T-T-I-S-H-K-I-D. That was my old beatboxing moniker. No. Yes. All right. That was good. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, it's been our pleasure to serve you.